Welcome to the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you. Looky, looky, Simitai. He's a Jedi arriving. And welcome to December 2022 episode of the Positively Star Wars Senate podcast. This episode was recorded on the 10th of December 22, using the powerful day out of the Force, which pairs two Force-sensitive beings, making them one with the Force, and sharing a connection that spans across space and time, otherwise known as Microsoft and Skype in this case. My name is Stephen, the Chancellor of this Senate, the obligatory Brit contingent of this otherwise American crew, as we all get together to talk positively about Star Wars for roughly the next two hours. And I haven't had much time to think about this, but this episode is brought to you by Palpatine. He has returned, or he will return, in the it. next season two of The Bad Batch, as we've seen him in the trainer. So he has returned again Kind of, but not again because it's in the past. Somehow Palpatine returned. But before we get going proper, as ever, it's time to hear from our sponsors at this festive time of the year to hear what they have to tell you. So it's stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. Stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. Let's try it again together at an increased tempo. Stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. Right, uh, that's uh, interesting, very interesting. Yes, thank you very much to our sponsors, uh, keeping us going as ever. Okay, so I'm in the UK, but I'm joined by my fellow positive friends from across the big pond in the United States of America. And this this episode it is a little bit of a select crew, but we have uh, Ricky. Hello. And Ryan. Hello there. And uh, that's it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just us three this month. Uh, we won't go into all the ins and outs of all that. But no more. It's just a busy, busy holiday. Pretty much. People are just it's all holiday. December, for yeah, we've had to throw things around and try to get uh, as many as we can at one point, And we just got free. So on uh, this episode, hopefully we will have a little chat about the Bad Batch trailer. And we'll have a little bit of the High Republic discussion, specifically around the Path of Deceit book. And provided we haven't bored ourselves to uh, death at that point, for so many reason, we will be having a little Christmas quiz, um, of which uh, I believe Ricky holds the previous um, trophy. Wait, didn't stuff. I lose the last contest we did? Okay, maybe you lost. Oh, no, did Ron, we... I think. Did Ron win? Marie? Or... Well, one of us won it. Uh, it wasn't me. I know that. No, no I gain an early lead and then crumble. <laughs> yes, I, I I can't remember now. I should have made a note. But I have to listen back to some of the episodes, which are all online, and your favorite podcast app, which you should know actually if you're listening to this, of course. Okay, so we will start with a quickie around the table to see what everybody's been up to in Star Wars now in these last 30-ish days since the last episode rolled out of the conveyor belt. And we will start with Ricky. Hello. 
All right. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty action-packed Star Wars month. Um, my daughter did have a birthday, and she had a Star Wars birthday party, so that was pretty fun. Uh, we had, uh, we did Star Wars board games. I had, we did, we had a pinata. We had like all kinds of stuff and goodie bags and everything. My whole house just looked like Star Wars, so it was awesome. Um, so we did that, and then uh, we actually had um, Rise of Skywalker on the TV during the party, and everybody was kind of into it, so that was pretty cool. Um, had some cantina music going on, had a cake and all that stuff, so. Um, that was most of my month, but we also have been rewatching Rebels, which was pretty good. I think we got to like season three. Um, what else did I do? That was pretty quick. Yeah, no, my, my daughter got really into it and just binging. So you've overtook Ryan. We'll get to that. Yeah, like, we passed Ryan. I yeah. was trying to follow along with what he was watching, and then like we just kept going. So it's Zoom. a fun show. I, I love Rebels. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, I did pick up some more action figures. I actually went to GameStop last month, and then I found um. Who did I grab? Oh, I got one of those Mandalorian Darth Maul guys, you know, with the horns on the on the helmet. I found one of those guys on on the clearance at at um, GameStop, and then I also got a Christmas uh, Mandalorian, like a Boba Fett. But it's uh, I guess they they release these black series that are uh, all holidayed out, so he's got the green and red, and but he's a Mando, so that guy was pretty cool. Um, what else? I feel like there's a lot. Other things that oh I did pick up um I picked up the Clone Wars game last month and so I played that for the first time this week so that was pretty fun we didn't get through a whole game yet but I'm probably gonna play today um but yeah that that game that's a huge board on that board I, see, game. I like the look of that game yeah say. yeah good good quality yeah it is I really like it I I play it solo mostly but uh yeah I played that thing a bunch and it's just really fun because I make a little story of like jumping from planet to planet and stuff so but once well, you start you... to play it i definitely want to know your favorite and least favorite or hardest people to play as yeah yeah we just did Ventress the first time so but i was just like getting giddy because like when you get your squad cards i had got jesse and five and fives and uh it's like oh i got most of domino squad i'm like yeah <laughs> i was all happy but uh yeah it's pretty cool it's, it's basically like you're watching clone wars but you're playing a playing an episode so like that was pretty cool um and then I don't know what else. There's probably a tons of other stuff. I did pick up Convergence on audiobook, and then I picked up. I'm gonna I'll probably listen to that this week before I start uh, Quest of the Hidden City. If that that's what's called, right? I keep saying it wrong. Right? Yeah, it's because okay. they've chosen to release. Well, like, I, should, I think it's very Quest. similar titles, the the children ones, haven't they? So I think it's Quest for the Hidden City. It is. For, yeah. I was planning on watching the holiday special last night, but I didn't get a chance to. So I'll probably do that tonight. I have to have to watch my uh, annual viewing of the holiday special hmm. alone by myself because nobody will watch it with me. <laughs> do you just use YouTube for that? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah, I've been I've been patiently waiting for it to come out on D plus so I can experience the whole thing. But oh, it's never with going. licensing, I don't think that's ever going to happen. It's never going to. I'm actually th- I probably should figure out how to get it off of youtube and just to save it because it's probably not going to stay up there very long i'm surprised it's still up there but the the one that i watch on youtube has the uh looks like somebody had a vhs tape and just recorded off the tv because it does the whole <laughs> tonight the incredible hulk and wonder woman would not be shown you know <laughs> that's funny this whole... yeah so it, it's a uh, it, it's different but yeah I, I like watching it. it's a tradition with me i've been watching it every year so but uh yeah that's pretty much been it i think uh yeah, besides playing some games and getting some holiday Star Wars decorations and stuff, I got some Grogu hot cocoa balls and stuff like that. I got a giant 
Grogu that sitting by the tree that's holding a present. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty good. Just looking forward to Christmas and decorating the tree with ornaments and stuff like that. So it's been that's been fun. Right, is it decorated yet? Yeah, no, everything's decorated. Okay, I was about to say you haven't decorated your tree yet. No, like, no, why no even I, have I a did tree? my tree like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just trying to look for more ornaments so I can throw on the tree because I have a bunch of Star Wars stuff on there. But um, anytime I see something in the store, I've been grabbing it. So. <laughs> That's dope. Right. I didn't ask you to say about the, the birthday. Was the cake Star Wars-y? Yes, it was. It had um, the OT characters on the top. It was a round cake. It had uh, OT characters on the top, so Luke and Yoda and everybody. And then um, around the side, it had like a fondant, um, like a border that had like Stormtroopers and Darth Vader's face and stuff. So, And then we had these... Uh, I think I took a picture. Uh, my wife has the pictures on her phone. But um, yeah, we had these. My wife found these candles that actually looked like lightsabers, so we put those on the cake. So it was it was pretty fun. Fantastic. Always makes always makes me want to have a child just so I can force them to grow up with Star Wars <laughs> and like and enjoy Star Wars again for the second childhood. It is it is different it watching almost, it with kids because you, you you enjoy it more. Like you you watch it through their eyes and the stuff that people like complain and rant about. It's stuff that kids like so i mean it, it, it's fun yeah I mean, one of my best memories for the last jedi is i went and seen it before my kids and mm-hmm. then i took my kids on the second viewing and i watched them watch it and yeah. it was just so it was so great and that feeling to see them enlightened and whether it be like my son you know being shocked when snoke dies or when uh, Luke throws the saber, like just so many crazy things. And watching them watch an experience for the first time was way better than anything I could do. Because they have none of that like noise from the internet. And they're just purely watching the movie like we did when we were little. So, you know, they enjoy it. They know they watch something, they're yeah. going to watch it and enjoy it. Not like, oh, let me look for this. Let me look for that. Oh, they did this, you know. And there's no history and what they're capable and all this other stuff, because when my son, he watched the Kenobi series, I think he watched it all. And he literally like called me right after and was like, this is the best series ever. (laughs) Kenobi is the greatest Jedi ever and all this other stuff. And I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to bring up my conversation. It's like, well, technically his powers are kind of unbalanced. And don't you think that, you know, Vader should have survived? Like all these other weird questions. It's like, no, they just enjoyed it because it had a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. And he likes the prequel, you know, even though he's, in his teens he likes the prequel trilogy far more than far more than any others um and really it's because and i say this too it just generally has more action and that's what yeah. kids want to see too lots of flippy stuff they like jedi they like crazy stuff and like adventure stuff yeah yeah and the Keno- and kenobi had a ton of that at the end it was a slow build but at the end he was literally was like obi-wan's the greatest jedi in history running around type of stuff and i was like that's what i like to see is enjoying a big story like that so yeah i, I had kenobi on uh, i started from the beginning when i was preparing for the party last weekend and i got to like the fourth episode i'm like man this show's really good I'm like i gotta sit down and actually rewatch the whole thing again like you, there's like not, nothing really like i missed but like it's just a fun show to watch like you know there's so much cool visuals and you go back to the temple and all that. like it's it's awesome everything's better as a binge it that's just watch it back to back yeah that seems to be it because you don't have to wait i'm pretty sure if i rewatch andor again um as a binge it's going to be a, i mean i've I've done it a couple times like the first three episodes but because they're not very long any of those episodes but yeah binging is binging is the new weekly viewing <laughs> i guess yeah okay okay all right moving along moving on um ryan 
All right, so my Star Warsing over this past month is I'm still trying to keep up with uh, Rebels. I double checked and I'm on season two, episode four, which mm-hmm. is when they, I guess, discover the other clone troopers, all those guys, whatever mm-hmm. their names oh, okay. were, Directed. vibes and all them. When they're fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they was, seem uh, to be on some Rex desert planet and... that they need some Wolf? information from. Rex, Wolf, and, and Gregor. But yeah, I remember seeing them. Oh, was it Gregor? Okay, it's weird without their helmets. So do you remember Gregor, right? But do you remember from Clone Wars? No, he, he had like he the one, one eye, didn't he? No, that was Wolf. Was that right? Wolf? That's Wolf. Yeah, because one yeah. of them had like one eye. Gregor was the wasn't he the one that was stuck on that planet in the void with the uh, Weaver mm. Gascon oh, and all that? that yeah, with he the was, droids. He was, yeah, remember that he was like a dishwasher and like they he saved them and seemingly died. Well, apparently, he didn't. No, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, that that arc I did not enjoy, and I was just like trying. I might have skipped. I was like, "This is unbearable." Like, so I don't remember yes, much about that one. Yeah, no, that's it was cool to see Rex again in Rebels. That they brought them all back. So, what did you, what did you think about the um the sort of um steroids version of the uh, <laughs> of, of Rex? And... Yeah, they're jacked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all really jacked are. up. So it yeah, like, it, uh, it just feels like another kind of feels like a I don't know like a filler episode. Maybe not filler, obviously, because you're revealing a bunch of big characters. Um, but you know, it's just I'm still interesting to see where it goes. I know things happen because I've seen images of Ezra with cut hair, and I'm unfortunately again the show's super old, so I can't be like, oh, I can't believe this was spoiled for me. But Kanan is blind at one point or permanently. I don't know. So I'm just interested to see how those things pretty much fall out and how they go. Oh, he just fought. Oh, he just fought Vader. That's what Kanan did. He fought Vader. And I was like, man, Vader should have stomped him. You know, I guess he was doing it with one hand pretty much. But it's just the classic. Yeah, well, they blew up something and knocked him off and then flew away. Mm. So it's the classic. The Sith or the bad guy is overzealous and overconfident and pretty much easily deflecting all the blows kind of like kylo and then they get one shot off on them and then everyone runs away type of thing and it's like their overconfidence is what their weakness always has been for the sith it was interesting with you watching this after watching kenobi because your introduction to the inquisitor was actually chronologically correct so like when you're watching like you were watching season one and then at the finale you're like oh he survived (laughs) like no he didn't (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah that's the weird thing it's like what a weird character to introduce and tell nothing about but the comic winch back and explores a lot i mean that's his backstories and i read the comic i think even before this show the mm. vader series i want to say series two the second volume which is directly after revenge of the sith great series one of the best vader ones so but yeah that's where i learned almost everything about him uh so oh, now i see him it. here and i was like there's got to be more than that. And you're like, no, no, that's it. And I was like, wow, no wonder they put him in the comic and why they put him in the show, because he's an interesting character, but he's just not explored at all. It didn't seem that like it, yeah. he was in there for like that long when I binged it again. I'm like, man, those episodes were like, you got to figure back then when those were on, they came on like weekly with the exception of holidays. And then there was a break in between the season. So we had to wait like oh. a month for like the second half of the season. So it did seem like you were with the Inquisitor for like a year, you know? So, yeah. but rewatching it, it's like, no. oh, he's dead. Right? 
And he just like fell into an explosion. And I'm like, shoot, people survive more than that. And you're like, no, that's it. I'm like, oh, what? So now I have this expectation. They're like, oh, nobody really dies. That was just an explosion. Like, oh, oh, no, he's dead. Oh, OK, whatever. <laughs> so he I'm glad I got more him. backstory from him <laughs> in the Vader comics and Kenobi. Uh, he's a good character in those. So I'm glad to see more. So I'm keep going with Rebels. Um, I did finish Quest for the Hidden City. Uh, the High Republic book. I finished that. Um, I started reading because my I use a digital library for a lot of my stuff. And sometimes when I kind of I ran out of things to read after Quest for the Hidden City and I knew Convergence wasn't going to be out. So I downloaded all the volumes for the 2020 Marvel main Star Wars series. And I started reading that. And that was like binging that. I'm glad I'm binging it because there's a couple of slow issues in between. But reading that has been really good. So, I mean, oh, and what the one because it talks about how Luke gets his yellow saber, which is huge. You know, you have this big gap. Um, I think it was only. Yeah, it's a year between the episodes, but yeah, they're the just filling saber. in so much. Yeah, you didn't know that. No. He, you know, he lost his saber in Cloud City and he got another saber. So between that and his green saber, he had a yellow lightsaber. What? Well, I guess they oh, kind yeah. of like uh, retcons the action figure with the yellow lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes it real. So, but yeah, so he has a light. So he has his lightsaber. He uh, he explores uh, High Republic temples, and that's what I love. I went back and I checked the dates for some of these, and I love that this series and the very first from a certain point of view novel they were both released before the High Republic ever released. But and we've discussed it in the past. The from a certain point of view New Hope novel brings up the great hyperspace disaster. Before mm. Light of the Jedi was ever released. And in these comics, they bring up, oh, that you want to travel to this Jedi temple. It's an old temple from the High Republic. And it's like, there's nothing on it. And I think that issue probably released a month or two after Light of the Jedi. But it's again, I love that these series, but it takes months to write, draw, yeah. colorize. That was like probably back when issues. it was it was still rumored Project Luminous. You know, that was the, the placeholder name. Yeah. And now Leia. Leia's putting together a teammate called the Starlight Team, where they go out mm-hmm. and they're like searching for things. And they use people oh, called wow. Pathfinders. They use people called Pathfinders for like sneaking into areas. And it's like, mm. I'm loving all the High Republic. Anything that mentions High Republic pretty much immediately like gets my full attention. And one of the the reason I'm reading really is because I know one of the up and coming issues, like the next two of the Star Wars run, they go to no space, which is the big open platform that the nile use so they go to no space well that's um, where the martian had his ship and everything right yeah remember how it's just a big blank platform that looks into space yeah, yeah. they go there to i don't know look for stuff and i don't know if we shared it in our group but one of the variant covers or the covers for the upcoming issues is the picture of the robot that Markion gets at the end of fallen star remember how the he unwraps this big threatening robot and we have no idea what it looks like this oh, comic yeah, then, issue uh, the yeah. cover is what the robot is and i was like mm-hmm. i didn't even realize it till i seen the nile image and people are like dude that's the robot and it looks like it's got these huge shoulder spikes it's really cool Doesn't so know, i went back mom like run off screaming when she sees it or something uh yara's novel. mom or whatever yeah it's mistress it's yeah. mistress, isn't it? whatever. mistress oh yeah it wasn't Staros, yeah, Staros. the senator and it's a yeah the senator Staros, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Garastaros, yeah. So, but yeah, they have this big scary robot. Um, 
I forget, it looks like an anime robot, but I forgot which one it was. Uh, the one where the dog turns into a kid. Anime people know what I'm talking about. Kid turns into a dog. It's one of the most horrible scenes in anime history. What? But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's I forget. It's uh, oh, I almost had it. Anime or Netflix made a um, live action show of it, too. I can't remember what it is, but hmm. uh, anybody who watches anime, there's this legendary scene of where this child gets transformed into a dog. And it's horrifying So <laughs> for all of these reasons. But I'll skip by it. But yeah, it's, I just love how there's all these tie-ins with the High Republic. And in the book, they actually, the Empire fights, I shouldn't say fight because I'm hoping to see more, but they battle this, uh, a person with the last name Roe, who is trying mm. to bring about the Nile again. And it's literally like one page, and it's a flashback. So it happens like before, technically before Empire strikes back, um, because this commander goes to Palpatine's like, this person's stirring up something and I don't want him stirring up any more drama. It's from an ancient, uh, you know, band of marauders that caused a lot of trouble in the galaxy. And this was long before Mark and Rowe was like, you know, the big guy and all before all these books came out to show how threatening he was. But it's funny seeing the stories that's 250 years in the future where it's like, yeah, these guys caused a lot of trouble in the galaxy. Um, and we think there's someone trying to, you know, talk about them kind of like people fly certain flags where it's like well this is just family matters like shut up you idiot it's a old dead flag so and it's in the empire just flies up to this guy and bombs his house and then leaves and i'm like well <laughs> that shows how strong <laughs> the empire is and they don't screw around technically it's like the guy maybe survives but it's like five issues later hmm. and it doesn't even come back to the story so i'm hoping they explore more of it just because it's a simple mention of the Nile. So I'm loving the Star Wars comic uh, series so far, surprisingly, as a binge. So it's great. Um, so I'm doing that. And then I don't know if you guys got the advent calendar for Star Wars Funko Pops. I don't know if you know anybody I that got that. I almost bought it. I almost bought it. And then uh, GameStop app does this weird thing where it tells you it's available. And then when you go to buy it, it says it's not available anywhere within 50 no. miles. So, <laughs> So I couldn't get it. Yeah. As everybody knows, me and the wife are huge Funko fans, and usually I don't care about advent calendars um, because it's usually just the same stuff, but smaller. But my wife has the little Christmas village, and all these figures are like an inch big, maybe. Mm. But I got to say, it's been great so far. It has a lot of new characters. Um, it seems like a lot of exclusives. Unfortunately, I already seen a spoiler because someone else got I won't say what it is in case my wife listens to the episode because I want to get this character really bad. But it's a variant that hasn't been shown in the snowman because I all the new snowman figures that they have, like yeah. snowman Darth. Oh, and they have like a snowman stormtrooper. But we have the big snowman stormtrooper. So my wife is like, it's bring your son to work day type of thing. But the so funniest are, part how was. How big are the they, figures in the uh, in the calendar? Like, are like they an the inch. smaller ones, right? I could look at Andrew. Yeah, like the keychain figures. So I just thought they were going to be a bunch of reprints, and a lot of them aren't. Like they're very Christmas specific. Um, at one point, we got a flocked Chewy, which I didn't think they'd flock something that small. But I think my favorite one so far is I don't like the Ghost Yoda, you know, Funko, because it's huge. Well, I got a mini Ghost, you know, Force Projection Yoda. So it fits perfectly that I can now put him next to any one of my you know, Luke Skywalker Empire Strikes Back one, because now he's the perfect size Funko. And I immediately sold me 
when we got that because I was like, okay, I love this whole set now because now he's actual size of kind of what he would oh, be yeah. rather than being the same size three inch character. So the advent calendar has been really fun. Once we're done with it, I'll probably post some pictures of everything just because someone may, I, I think they come in different order for everybody. So what I may have gotten now, that's why I'm not doing daily post. Someone yeah, may not get yeah. 10 days. People like get those. I, I've seen a couple of videos where like they'll just open them all up, like on a YouTube video, like all at once. I'm like, you're spoiling it for everybody. <laughs> like that's not the point yeah, of the calendar. So, so I've, we usually I've do the, seen we usually do the Lego ones, but we didn't get one this year. Like the last couple of years, we've done the Lego ones. Yeah, the kid is doing one. He likes it. I don't think it's uh, not branded or anything. It's just a Christmas scene. So, but it has mm. like a mailbox and a cake. So in a birdhouse. So again, they they like advent calendars, but this uh. The Star Wars one that they have, if you like Funkos, if you can find it, I definitely recommend getting it and then catching up. And it goes mm. perfect with a Christmas city. So I, I got a, a thing of uh, Star Wars socks that I got to open starting on the 12th. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, 12 days of socks. Yeah, I'm doing a Marvel one right now. So when, as soon as this one's done, then after uh, I've got some uh, Thor socks and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the Mando ones. And then my daughter got a little Grogu one too, so we we're both gonna have Star Wars socks leading up to nice. Christmas. So, yeah, no, we usually do the Star Wars Lego ones, but we realized that we would open it in the morning, and then the figure would sit there for like two days, and nobody would build it. <laughs> You're like, awesome! So, yeah. right, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's it for me. Yeah, it's been a good, uh, a lot of different stuff as far as Star Wars in this month, so that's good. Somehow, I ended up with a uh, Peppa Pig advent calendar. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like Peppa Pig. Yeah, no, I love Peppa Pig. Uh, unfortunately, the chocolate that's inside it is uh, Petit Peppa Pig. Very small, very small. Uh, it was a cheap thing going, and my sister just got it for me. And it's, But it, I like having Advent candidates, but it's just not, yeah, it's not to the Funko Pop level, I have to say. Um, well, I just, I've got a bit more time. i just say that uh, I am about uh i've been reading uh the uh search i can okay, got me going now i can't remember the name of the title of the book even now search for the hidden temple um <laughs> quest for the uh, hidden they've got too many similar titles though i tell you we had a uh, race to flashpoint didn't we then we had um yeah there's race to crash point tower <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah, oh my god <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's just too much of it um, so I'm only about a couple of chapters away from the end of that one, so I'm almost almost done. The, uh, um, the middle grade uh, the middle grade books have the longest titles. Like it's really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I think that's the, just making it more exciting for the youngsters, perhaps. I don't know. What was the one with Vern where they were on that planet? Wasn't that one kind of a long one too? That was uh, yes, it was. Um, they're usually uh, like talking about journey or path or something like that or quest. Yeah. One with the two Nihil on on the on the creature yeah, um, yeah. using the, the leaves to stop the acid rain from coming on them and stuff like that. Effort, and, and the little monkeys, yeah. That's Test of Courage is the first one, ain't it? Test of Courage. The first is that Test of Courage? Oh, yeah. what was the other one? Yeah, this it was like Darkness something. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. So, out of the darkness mm-hmm. into the shadows, into the darkness out of the shadows, where the two. Yeah. They always confuses me. Yes, and I did. I did actually this morning because I I. Was eaten and I couldn't read and eat at the same time very well, so I did start Convergence, um, but only literally the first two um, chapters. So hardly anything has happened. But it's it's good after having a break from having the books, and then that previous kind of path path of deceit, which is just literally just read out. It's nice to um, 
hear a proper full-scale production, which is what Convergence is. So you've got all the sound effects, mm. all the different voices. It's good to have Mark Thompson back um, because he just does such a great job on making it seem like an epic uh, production. Um, yeah, so he's great. I have to say, it really does a really good job, and it really makes it um, sound like, uh, you know, make a book sound like a Star Wars film in itself. Um, so really good to, uh, so I'm initially and just started it, um, and I've heard all sorts of chat online, but haven't read and looked anything at it, but uh, you see various headlines as, as wine will probably um, have seen, and there's been, seems to be some indifference about the book is what I've um, picked up on, but I don't know anything yet. Um, so we will have to make our own mind up about that as, as, as time goes on. Yeah, I'll probably start that this week. Yes, I mean, we, the only thing we said previously is the front cover wasn't wasn't overly exciting. Um, no, that's but, that's uh, one of the reasons why I didn't want to buy it really, because I was like, uh, I'm hoping to wait for my library, but my library is historically inaccurate for getting cover? adult books. <laughs> Just the lady standing there. Yeah. Oh, okay. With the one lightsaber. single lady, and the same with the next book, the Convergence and inverters whatever the next one is it's the same thing it's just a dude standing on the cover and you're like look at path of deceit like that mm-hmm. is the most beautiful cover i've probably ever seen in star wars and then this one is just a person standing there like oh my god oh, what a terrible drop that this the young adult book blows blows him away yeah, it did kind of look like a like a variant cover of a comic or something where it has yes like, yes know, that kind of thing yeah one person standing there <laughs> right, right so yes, it wasn't exciting at all the whole path of it's almost as if they went to town on the path of deceit one because they've obviously thought about it and the, and the, the symbolism what it symbolizes is 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 something in itself it's not just the images and it? it's got the, the mother in the middle um i've already forgotten her name on on the one side marta marta um, marta marta yeah. yeah close and him on the yeah, other it has side. all the all yeah. the Shri Karai like around like everything and mm. just a great color used blue and purple and the space like the big space background it's such an amazing image and you just have a person standing on the on the adult books you're like this isn't eye-catching at all man like come on you know no no offense <laughs> to the like authors a, or like anything a, but it's, yeah, just, it's like a, it's like it's a rush it's drop good. isn't it we just got to get something on there and it's just put quite big um image of some it doesn't even they didn't want to reveal too much, much in the story i don't know Sorry? They, maybe they didn't want to reveal too much of the story well, on the cover. Maybe, but yeah, maybe yeah. they don't have to. I mean, Path of Deceit thing, I didn't get the front cover until I got about halfway through the book. And I realized, hang on a minute. You know, yeah. this is who this all is, and this is what it all means sort of thing. To start off, I just thought, well, it's like a nice cover. And then when you actually start reading the book, you can look back at the cover and you can pick up on other things that are, that are in there. Whereas you can't really do that with the Convergence thing. Not that we know. It would, which book had the cover that was just all black? And it had the three or four Jedi standing there in the dark, like they're being surrounded. What book was it? That was out the show. That was the one where they were surrounded by Nihil. Well, like, yeah. Well, a lot, and the other thing is they had a lot of variant covers. Now they don't have those anymore. Now it's like, That's oh, true. the variant book just comes with a poster. Yeah. So, like well, Rising Storm. Yeah, Rising Storm had a bunch of characters on it. You had like three or four. Fallen Star had them with the, uh, you know, the cracked starlight beacon behind mm. them. You know, the okay. cracked window behind so there is characters still standing, but it's just like it's weird that you have something so amazing as Path of Deceit, and then it's just like, oh, this is a this is a pretty plain cover for the adult novel. I gotta say, pretty plain. I do, I do like those little posters that come with it. I'm looking at, um, I have the one with Lena So on it, and then with the two or the tear guns, what they're called, and then the other one has oh, the starlight and has all the dogs, all yeah. the Jedi around it. So 
Yeah, well, somebody, out there, somebody out there got the beanie. Oh, I, know. I wish I would have oh, jumped. I didn't even know about that. I would have got that when I when I check it. You have to check out Out of Print. Check out Out of Print. They're the ones that do all the mm. special covers like that. No, I they really have that beanie the... you get as a free gift when you uh you pre-ordered it. What, what, oh, okay. Was that the last one? Was that Fallen Star? Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It says for light and for life on it or something like that. Yeah. Mm. That one looked pretty cool. I wish I had that. I would be totally sporting that. It's probably on eBay for hundred dollars or something. Probably. Like yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, wearing it. Did you read the book? No, nope, I have the beanie. <laughs> <laughs> I got the beanie. That's all I needed. That's all I wanted. Um. Right. Okay. So. We are one. We yes. are many. <laughs> we should have that as a theme tune, shouldn't we? Uh, we, we probably would have got done for copyright uh, and stuff. Um, right, shall we move on to the Bad Batch? Sure. Now they're talking about High Republic. The Bad Batch. Yes. Uh, Did you want me to do? Want me to do news real quick? Oh, I didn't think we had to. Yes, go for the news. News. Yeah, so this is just, I mean, there was a really big news thing, but to me it wasn't news. You know how, uh, I guess they replaced Bob with other Bob as running Disney. To me, that's, I don't know, it's news, but to me that really doesn't matter. I don't know, I'm sure yeah. people could look into it a whole bunch, but honestly, I don't want to get into a big, huge discussion on what one giant old white CEO is going to do when it has the exact same name. I don't, I don't know, whatever. Just keep making Star Wars. Like, I don't know. So that's news, I guess. But to me, it wasn't big enough to bring it up. So the main stuff is kind of just announcements and upcomings, you know, so you can keep track of the stuff coming out between episodes. Uh, they did make official announcement for the next season of The Mandalorian. That is March 1st. That is official. Like I said, I don't like to deal with rumor stuff. So the official. Well, again, it can move. So it's official for right now. They've moved it several times. I think it was originally scheduled to come out in January. So uh, push it back. That's fine. If it's making the series better, no complaints from me. We'll get I'm it eventually. We, there's like been so much stuff out. I'm still trying to catch up on books. Like I can wait <laughs> till March. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, get, get between the phases. You know, yeah. uh, go between the novel phase and then jump over to that. So the official so far release for Mandalorian is March 1st. Uh, the video game, which I believe think Ricky might be the other one that played it, the next yes. Jedi game is Jedi Survivor, coming out March 17th. Fingers crossed, not so, that many spiders as the first game. <laughs> were the spiders tough but, or something? I, don't, I feel like I'd, that's I'll all there was. You're, fighting, you're fighting insects the whole game, like pretty much Fallen Order. But I mean, I, I love the game. It was fun. But like, yeah, it had a lot of uh, creatures you had to fight. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the second one. I just watched the trailer last night. Yeah, so it looks good. I mean, he has a cross guard saber. And immediately, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a uh, High Republic. <laughs> so I mean, not High Republic specific, but I guess it's Kylo too. Kylo kind of really brought cross sabers to the yeah. forefront. So then the other thing is, um, as we'll see when we discuss Bad Batch, is that they are releasing season two January fourth. Like, I love drops like that where it's like you'll see it in less than a month rather than uh, mm. here's a trailer. We'll see you next year. It's like dang. So it's a pretty much I love when when Bad Batch is over. We'll Mandel's gonna start right. Yes, it's gonna lead up. I don't, to oh, what is it? It was yeah. We had all the episode names. What was it like? Twelve episodes. Sixteen. Bad batch. Yeah. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. And they're releasing yeah, two so... in the first. There's two Wait, episodes we'll... in the first week. Yeah. It's been so we'll long. Have it's a few been on. Weeks. It's crazy. Yeah. But a few weeks of both. So I'm assuming they'd be on different days. Mm. No, were they? Yeah, I don't think they worry too much about 
animated stuff. They, they'll just dump all, right. all that. But, so J- the Bad Batch will be episodic, you know, one one episode per week. Um, but like I said, I love when they just say, surprise, you will see in a month. You're like, yes. You know, you, we always anticipate these huge Marvel and Star Wars movies for like a year. And all these discussions pop up over literally nothing um, because people are just excited. So when it's a month out, it, excitement can stay and then you can just start watching rather than it eventually dying. Yes. Some of the up and coming books over the next month is the High Republic Adventures comic by IDW. That started uh, November 30th. So a lot of people maybe already got their copy and started reading it. I'm sure we hopefully may discuss that in a little bit down the road. Uh, the next one is another Dark Horse comic. The High Republic Adventures, The Nameless Terror. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely going to discuss something about The Nameless. Mm-hmm. That comes out December 28th. And then also December 28th, so far scheduled, is the High Republic series starting High Republic The Blade, which is, as we know, the blade of Bardota, the man, Porter Angle, from High Republic. So uh, a lot of good High Republic stuff coming out. Obviously, this is like High Republic era right now. So, so when's, that's kind of up stuff. So say, when's the next book? The next book mm-hmm. is Path of Vengeance. Um, was wait no, no, they pushed that. So now April fourth is now, yeah, April. They're they're taking I guess a little jump. It yeah, won't be from month to month. These titles are confusing me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Path of Vengeance. So, they're gonna have I'll like tell you, it is, it is a Shadow of Deceit. Like it's gonna be like the next one. Path of Vengeance is May fourth. That's the adult book. Excuse oh. me, May second. Is the adult book so well, wave two phase two? That's a long but the next, Yeah, well, I mean, April fourth has the two uh, adult and middle grade books: uh, Quest oh. for Planet X, Quest yeah, for Planet X. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the middle grade. And the next young adult is uh, High Republic Cataclysm, which they've already released the cover for that, and it's another beautiful cover using the blues and space and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that no, no, Cataclysm is the adult book. Path of Vengeance, sorry, is the young adult book. So Path of Vengeance mm. comes out finally after. So the young adult middle grade. So it's almost back to the normal release schedule. Um, so Cataclysm is the next adult one on April 4th. So, but yeah, that is kind of weird. They have this big jump, but I guess they have uh, all sorts of stuff coming out between then. It's not like we don't have a lot of stuff to no, fill us up good. anyway. Bad Batch yeah. and Mandalorian. Like we're good. Plates every month is still full, man. That is for sure. So plenty. Of, I mean, I don't have to rush to finish Convergence. In, in, you know, it's not like something else come right out. I mean, there's plenty of time to catch up on the uh, comics before the next books. Yeah. So you. That's the thing. I think they want to close out kind of each phase. So I don't know what they're going to do as far as the time in there. Um, but I do know the comics only like eight issues. So it's only going to have like two arcs. I know the Dark Horse comic, the main Adventures comic is eight issues so far as all they've announced. So that looks like maybe it. This is just a short phase, just to kind of give a backstory, which is good. They don't need a huge story for the backstory. Give us the teasers that we need, and let's prepare for the the third and final phase, which will be mind-blowing, I'm sure. So for anyone that's like, oh, there's no Star Wars right now, like, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's tons. It's oh, get, yeah. get, get to your comic book shop. It's kind of nice that because these books came out almost monthly every month of like phase one was like a book every month and a half or two months it was crazy mm-hmm. uh, so we're definitely getting a little jump so it's going to be nice that the comics fill in the backstory and that's the big thing these comics are going to tell a ton of stories there's a lot of one shots mm-hmm. you know porter angle is a fan favorite so you know See, there are a lot I, of good i wasn't stuff even here. planning on like 
even getting into this phase of the comics, but you guys keep talking about it. I might just end up having to catch up and read. Because yeah. that's what I ended up doing last time. I didn't even plan on reading the comics for the first phase, whatever. And so then I ended up just like binging them before I finished the last book because I wanted to see what happened. Plus it had all the uh the tie ins with the who's the 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 pink the pink alien and uh Oh the Marilana girl like Zine. Yeah, and, yeah, it had their whole backstory and stuff. So I'm like I had to I had to catch up to read those to the book. So yeah, I might have to do that again yeah. this time. The connectivity of the High Republic is more connectivity than we've ever seen yeah. in Star Wars. Like none of the books have never, even all the legends, you know, all the post Return of the Jedi books, nothing was disconnected. And the so way the that Fardata one is um is that taking place during the current timeline, like where the books are right now, yes. or is it? So he's that old. Yeah. Yeah. Because right? isn't it like two hundred? That's the funny years? thing about. Yeah, this is hundred and fifty years before yeah. Phase One. So it's funny that and, I see all these super old aliens that are like 200, 300, 400, 900 years. And then you have humans that are like 80 years. And it's like, man, like, how do we accomplish anything when this speech with other species live 10 times our lifespan? So I always find that really funny. Well, yeah, but true. But I mean, what have, what have humpback whales accomplished uh, and tortoises? <laughs> uh, just, well, dang, just, okay. just putting that out there. Uh, <laughs> and I guess for humans the just alone, Steve. <laughs> yeah, they just spread super fast and like take over the galaxy. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, and then all the tie-ins with comics not related. Like I said, I don't remember if it was on the yeah, this is on the call where the Star Star Wars in the books tying in with High Republic era and you know the disasters and all that stuff. Any drop of the High Republic, I'm like, oh man. The storytelling is great that they connect to each other so much. Like, hey, can I tell a story about this character in the High Republic? And they're like, yeah, man, it's 250 years ago. Go ahead and mention what you want. You know, we'll decide what happens to the characters. And it's, I love it. The, the cohesiveness of the High Republic is seriously bar none of any story, including Marvel, that I've ever seen. And it's fantastic. Right. Let's move along, move along again. We got oh, the... I've also been playing X-Wing, Stephen. I forgot to mention that. What? <laughs> that was the, the X-Wing game. I've been, I've been uh, playing that. I had is a list. Old or new? I lost my list. No, the one that you you got me into. Oh, the board game. Okay, I thought you were yeah, talking about video game. game. Yeah, no, I had forgot to mention okay. that I was doing that this month. <laughs> How many ships do you have now? Um, I haven't bought anything else. So uh, yeah, I got yeah. I got the Falcon now, and which I haven't played with yet. But um, yeah, and then I have that that ghost ship. But yeah, yeah, cool game. Too much stuff. More, more in my playroom now. Yeah, more to be discussed on maybe a future board gaming episode. Yeah. yeah, we need to do a part two. Right. I might play okay. some Star Wars Clue today. So. <laughs> Bad Batch. Bad Batch time. Bad Batch. Omega. Uh, quick, quick volume check. Get our Omega 5s in. Oh, I did choose bits of Go, 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 go! Do you hear that? Get to the no. chopper! Yeah. No, that's that, right. <laughs> Let's press play and listen in to the... Looks like the I live in Fortnite. It's lost. Oh my god. It's not lost. Go, 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 go! We went over the plan five times. I got the package, didn't I? We need a pickup. Hang on. Grab the light. So, this 
is the top team. The rogue clones on the run from the Empire, huh? Hello. How juicy. The Empire's growing stronger. We should be doing more. You want to really be free? Then pull off this heist, and you can have a future. Rumors are more and more clones have been questioning the Order. Then they are traitors, like the Jedi. You all gave up everything because of me. We made the right choice, Omega. But there are others out there who need our help. What sort of treachery is this? Stay back! We are not the enemy. The Empire seeks to establish peace and order throughout the galaxy. Peace? Peace was never an option. We're soldiers. We do what needs to be done. Move! You know what makes us different? We make our own choices. What do you need, Rex? Any chance I could use you for a mission? Parents, The Bad Batch. New season, streaming January 4th, only on Disney+. Plus. Nice. What is it? Does it say parents? The Bad Batch? Yes. Why? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just thought that the second time around, I was like, oh, it says parents. Yes. What's it say, parents? It says parents, the bad batch streaming. Yeah, one of the bad batch doesn't say parents. <laughs> parents. Oh, I guess kids don't watch YouTube, they watch Instagram, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> they make the YouTubes. <laughs> so, so as I said, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, as yeah. I Posted in the group, we've got Cody, we've got Rex, we've got Bale, we've got Palps, we've got, uh, I keep forgetting the name of the Jedi, uh, the rookie Jedi. Gungi. Uh, Gungi. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice if he had his wooden lightsaber. Uh, you got to look at that again. You know it's him if he has that one tooth sticking out. So yeah. I don't know. I didn't notice <laughs> it in the scene. If he has that one tooth, then it's Gungi. So, but yeah, that's certainly. Unless he's been to the dentist since. Nah, <laughs> he's been hiding. You don't got time for that. Nah, that's good. Yeah. So I gotta say, it's like I'm excited for this because they gave it uh, kind of the idea, much like why I was excited for Andor. I'm excited to see how oppressive the government is, and it seems like it's getting it because you know it has the big sprawling scenes of the Senate. You know, it has like Padawan. You know, it has Palpatine gaining control of things. It has people running in fear and starting to realize that, you know, things are bad. So it's you have all these small thoughts that like, oh, I think the Empire is not doing the right thing. But then you have the big like macro scene for the entire galaxy and they think everything's all right because they just watch, you know, oh, they watch Senator Palpatine News Network and they think everything's all right. And, oh, yeah, I'm sure the Senate was dissolved for a good reason and all this other misinformation, you know, it's misinformation war is what it is. Uh, and that's what I love to see is how the galaxy is truly changing. And people always say, well, these movies need to show what's going on with the galaxy. And I was like, do you want another movie about trade routes and taxation? Because I'm sure a lot of other people don't. But like Andor and now Bad Batch is exploring really what the galaxy is up to. And it's so nice to see the deeper thoughts and 
the individual points of view instead of the from the A team or I should say S tier level of heroes now and how everything goes. So uh, that's what I'm excited for is just the big story of how the galaxy is changing. Well, and the cool thing with this show because the timeline like it's immediately after Order sixty six, so you do still have like tons of Jedi running around, and but you know not all, not everybody makes it, you know, and we know from Kenobi that they had like kind of like a pathway for them to kind of escape and and move on but yeah that's the thing i liked about the um the republic comics the dark horse ones because the after um the episode three you know order 66 stuff happened you just had like you're following a couple jedi that were on the run and trying to blend in and all that stuff so i I always thought that was kind of same thing with like fallen order you know so it's it's always cool to see that they brought um that wookiee jedi back and i'm sure there'd be a couple more that they that they run into and who knows you know they might tie in some uh some Kenobi show stuff, you know, and have some Inquisitors. Or do you have wonder if any Inquisitors will be in there? I mean, yeah. if they're hunting Jedi, I mean, they might, they'll probably avoid well, it. They I mean, might Reva would still them. be a kid, right? During this time? Yeah, Reva would still be a kid. So, yeah. but I mean, like, uh, the Grand Inquisitor was brought out, I think, right after Vader got his uh, lightsaber. So I, mm. it might be a little bit of time, I guess. Who knows where this falls? It could be a year. It could be six months. It could be 10 days, you know? So, yeah. It looks great. Like I mean, the first season looked great too, but this one looks like they like stepped it up again. So yeah, and the in the short format, I think you said what was it, sixteen episodes, Stephen? Yeah, yeah. The short format allows you to kind of keep it on track. So they they give you kind of a lot of background, kind of like they did with uh, what was it? They had the Rancor in the first one. You know, they they're still teasing you with stuff that tie into later. You know, all this other future Star Wars stories that we all know about that people could dig into and get a lot of episodic breakdowns pretty much. There's lots of Easter eggs and all these and how they could tie into other things. So I'm going to have to rewatch season one again. I yeah, I really need to also. Yeah, the only thing we didn't see, I might have to stop. Watching. <laughs> yeah, we didn't say that trainer was, uh, um, anything about cloning and, uh, Nana, Nana C, Nana Sue, whatever she was called. The well, they destroyed the facility. Yeah, they destroyed the facility, but she got kidnapped kind of, didn't she? And she was mm-hmm. going off forced off to do um some coding and stuff. Well, isn't that where Cody's at? They have that fortress, um, right? When he's training the, the clones or training the troopers? I don't remember. Yeah, obviously they're question they're starting to question like maybe this isn't the best. And that's really yeah. humanizing the clones. You know, they're not just <laughs> cannon fodder, like mindless zombie cannon fodder. It's like, well no, they kind of do have a con they were forced to make this decision against the Jedi's. Um, but now some time has passed and it's like, well, maybe this isn't the best decision. And then that's when uh, uh, whoever the sniper is, what's the sniper's name? Hunter. Bullseye? I don't know. Hunter? But, no. Um, Crosshair. Crosshair. <laughs> Crosshair. Yeah. It's it's tattooed on his face. So, yeah, where Crosshair is still firmly like, well, you're a traitor then. So, because he's fully behind it. Yes, well, he's had his chip, sort of a uh, new battery put in it, hasn't he? Sort of, um, he was sort of reprogrammed, wasn't he? Um, well, no, that that's the good thing about his character is that he had his chip. It was revealed that he still had his oh, chip yes, removed. Yes. Yeah, but he still chose to follow orders. You know, good mm-hmm. good troopers follow orders or whatever. That's so right. that's that's to me his big character arc is that he's still choosing to join the side of the empire. So it it gives a you know, gives choice where a lot of these clones may realize that, hey, man, what we're doing is wrong. But then at the same time, 
you know, like some soldiers, they're like, well, what we're doing is right. And regardless what you tell me, it's right. So that that's what I really like about it. It really gives us some characterization that he made his own choice. He wasn't forced to join against him. He chose to join the Empire. How do they override the, uh, the chip? I mean, we don't know. The chip they, was, what did the chip actually force him to do? Force him his to was disabled. Wasn't it? Like, is it only I think he just believed for like, Order 66, or is it for this complete disciplinary inhibitor, you know? Because they did call No, they were, they were cloned to, you know, be troopers. Do that remember that's what they said in Attack of the Clones? They're like, oh, they're programmed to follow orders, pretty much. docile, but, and, yeah. Yeah, but after years of forming, and that's why the Jedi are always given credit, because they're like, oh, they formed connections. They didn't just use them as something to throw away. They formed connections with all of them, and it change regardless if you're cloned or not it changes who you are and you value life type of thing kind of like what is it the uh the pong krell the big arc where he's just throwing mm. away and they're like you can't yeah. just toss these things away man like they're still people even they're if we're clones alive yeah. Yeah. and they cared about saving each other so well like, even even in that show like before everything happened you still had clones that were like oh are we doing the right thing you know is this you know you had that uh the one that left you know and mm-hmm. had his family and all that yeah. stuff, and then certain episodes they questioned, yeah. they were questioning stuff. So, you know, it's yeah, going out and making a family. That's but it's yeah. ten years, twenty years after they were cloned. So, how whatever they're, I don't know how long their gestation period is, but they've been fighting this battle, you know, during Clone Wars for since ten years. Six, since they were six years old. <laughs> well, but, but. <laughs> longer than that. <laughs> Well, they might only be six six minutes old. (laughs) (laughs) They're increased. What is it? They they age faster, so they could look like a twenty year old and be six. They're leap year birthday kids. Hmm. But we we had this conversation before. Is it just is it just accelerated aging for the first part of their life, and then it slows down? Um, I can't remember. I didn't really have an answer to it. Maybe taking the chip out slows down your uh, your age process. Well, I thought. I thought they were aging out too fast, and that's you know one of the reasons they wanted to get rid of them. Other than the clone, you know, other than the chips, is that they are just aging out too fast. You know, they grew up fast. They stayed in their prime battle. They were. That's why Rex looks like he's sixty, and realistically, yeah. he's only he's like what thirty? He's thirty-five yeah, 30. or something like that. Yeah. That's true. So. Yeah, I suppose so it's ten, a question of do you want years, five years? You, yeah. Do you want Jack Ryan in your army? Do you want Arnold Schwarzenegger on the front? Um, because it's a bit like uh, Wait, which Jack Ryan? <laughs> Jack Ryan. <laughs> no, which one? <laughs> it's Jason Ford. It's Jason, yeah, Jason. Exactly. Um, which reminds me, that starts soon. That's a completely different franchise, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, we've got Bale in there doing his usual um, sneaking around and running around sort of um, stuff and, and streets. Bale's just percent. popping up and everything these days. He does. I mean, it's actually, we should actually have like a, like that snap wrestling thing. We should have him like a, it's Bale! Uh, it's a bale, <laughs> it's bale. Oh yeah, he was in there. He kind of popped in. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's almost like... Trying to get the most out of him. He's, he's, well, he's still the perfect age. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, he gets in everywhere. Um, I've seen Rex like in Sam. there as well. I mean, so you could, there's no, a good chance of... Uh, well, no, Ahsoka, how often does Ahsoka and Rex... They hung around for quite a while after... after. I think order, after Order 66. So, um, 
Yeah, when did she? Hook yeah, up because I'm watching the well, I'm watching the Rebels episode, and she's like, "Well, I still have this friend. Whatever you do, just please trust him." So she's been in contact with Rex the whole time. So yeah. they can add all sorts of adventures uh, between the trilogies if they want to. Because hmm. we really have nothing from Revenge of the Sith to Rebels on what happened to Rex and his team. Hmm. Yeah, not really. I mean, because they showed Ahsoka on Tales of the Jedi, but. She was by herself, and he was—he wasn't even with Bale, was he? Like, no. Hmm. No, no, we don't—we don't know. He might well have gone off. I got a didn't he go well, off? And then, like on oh, Rebels, it's... on Rebels, didn't they say they got like kind of put out to pasture and retired? They yes. Kind of just let them just wander off, which is kind of weird. You would think the Empire would. Yeah, just, that's like, weird for the Empire. Get rid of them. I think they drag them into the dirt. Hmm. I would wonder over that. Yes. Seems suspicious, but maybe um, I got Finley went off looking for sort of lost clones, sort of thing, you know, clones mm. who just lost their way or all that kind of stuff. But maybe, I don't know. Well, he found Gregor and um, mm. and Wolf, so um, he must have done a, a degree of searching after after then. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh, there's a lot to look forward to. We haven't got very much, uh, very many weeks until we have to wait. Um, yeah, like a month from now, we'll be like what two episodes in? <laughs> yeah, it starts with two episodes and ends with two episodes. Oh. And we'll still have to cover Andor. So, yeah, next episode's already booked. <laughs> yes. So whenever, well, whenever we get to that, um, we will. Uh, have uh, just trying to work out works of time. Yeah, that's the fourth. January is the uh, January fourth is the Wednesday, of course. Mm. Um, okay. So we definitely have a double double um, bad batch and uh, yeah, and or wrap up. Well, that's crazy. Time. In a in a in a month's time, we're gonna have like another show to be discussing <laughs> Star Wars. That's that's crazy. That's description. Yeah, and that and stuff for us. What we demand. So much content. Yeah. I'm bring it on. It is. That's why I love <laughs> it's and if you're like a Marvel fan too, Disney is having alternating shows almost where it's like Star Wars and Marvel. So it's like yeah. so much content and it's just unbelievably luckily lucky we are to be living right now to fully experience this as adult with like never ending stream of books, comic shows, and it just drives right. me bonkers. When people were like, I don't like a Star Wars movie every year. I'm like, dude, I watch four Marvel movies a year and I and I smile every single second. Like if you're going to release a Star Wars Guardians uh, Christmas thing last night, that was great. I just watched that last night. I I want that ringtone so bad. I've listened. I don't even know how many times I've listened to that Christmas song and the Kevin (laughs) Bacon song that's in there. It's (laughs) just it's fun. Yeah, it's just fun, cute Christmas songs. And I try to make it my ringtone, but I cannot find it. So. But yeah, it's, that's, that's it, even it. small series like that. And it's if they do that with Star Wars or if it's a one off, if they want to tell a one off one hour episode and what Rex doing, I'm going to watch it. You know, it's yeah. that's the great thing about Star Wars. It's exploring and the story doesn't end. You know, it, it can go on. You get new kid characters. They take over. We can go back thousands of years. Talk about, you know, we have a whole old republic that's canonized you know the word old republic is canonized where it's like they could tell any story they want and just totally restart and have no connection and it's or they can tell the small 35 year span 50 year span of everything that happens and it's 
still good. Well, I mean, just look at look at Andor. You can so do fun. a whole like series, and it doesn't really affect anything you know else. You know, it's its own kind of kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like it's things can be the, self-contained and tell their own story, and then just be slightly connected to some bigger event. You know, that's why yeah. I love Rogue One so much. It's and the books. That's the great thing about the books and the comics. They bring up how truly big of a hero uh um generoso is like it blew me away how you know they're i think it was before the battle of hoth they were trying to talk each other into it like that's from the first certain point of view view books that's why i love them they give the background story to characters that don't get screen time and there's like they're like you know leia came in and was like generoso gave everything to help create this rebellion and it just loved that someone as important as leia give shout out to someone like Jenner. So, and that how big she was to really creating the rebellion, you know, countless teams, whether it's um, solo, you know, he steals money and gives it to a rebellion that creates a rebellion. Yeah. Jenner, it needs so to be more empty's nest stuff too. Like I, I'm looking forward to if they ever revisit her, you know, and see their rebellion team pop up somewhere, you know? Yeah. The and like people realize never... all the shows we've gotten, like, Boba Fett's alive now. <laughs> like you can have more Boba Fett stories, like that are like prequels to uh, the sequel trilogy, and and you know post Mando and stuff. Like he's still alive. So, and yeah, they can tie into Bad the Batch. Boba they Fett. might mention more about Omega, you know, and and Boba because they're both they're basically siblings. So, yeah, that'd that's be, my uh... biggest hook with the show. Like you created this character Omega. What are you gonna do? You have to have plans with this character. Yeah. Like you got to do something with them like Grogu, like Grogu can jump ahead. If they don't kill the child, we can jump ahead 50 years and have like an old Ray and a Grogu adventure novel series. Yeah. Like it's endless what they could do with these characters. And it's great. You could basically have live action, um, high Republic Yoda, but it'll be Grogu, you know, cause you know, Yoda's supposed to be younger in high Republic. So like Grogu's going to be about the same age during that. You know what I mean? So that, that'd be pretty yeah. cool to, to explore that, like have a even have a teenage Grogu, you know, walking around and being a Padawan, and you know, I mean, I guess he'd be a bounty yeah. hunter because he doesn't want to be a Jedi. But <laughs> a little Mandalorian helmet. Yeah, let me. So. I mean, there's so many possibilities. I wonder if there's going to be any tie-ins um, on Bad Batch for any of the stuff that we just watched. Like, are they going to run into Cassian? You know, or, you know, as a kid on that planet, who knows. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know how old he is, 40 or something. Yeah, so I wouldn't expect that big of tie-ins. It seems like minor characters will tie in with. Maybe people from other shows. Because, I mean, they did have Kanan on the first season, so we got to see that yeah. backstory. I don't know, they brought a bunch of people in season one, Bad Batch. Like, you had Fennec in there, you had, you know, um, Cad Bane was in there. Cad right? Bane, yeah. yeah. He was yeah. in there, too. And that's the great thing. They're, it's like Disney is finally realizing the value of connectivity. So we're legends books kind of did their own thing. Uh, and then George Lucas obviously did his own thing. Well, now it's like, listen, let's have the biggest connective story that we can do. And yeah, we have to admit sometimes it doesn't line up. Um, you know, the Kanan story did change. Ahsoka's novel did change, although slightly and not world impacting. It's not like they killed yeah. Kanan in the first episode of bad batch. You know, yeah, it's no. nothing world shattering. They just changed the time of day. And the internet acts like it's the end of the world. And it's like, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, deal. you can enjoy the Kanan comic and you can enjoy Bad Batch. It's not going to, you know, it's, you can enjoy the Soka novel yeah. and enjoy Tales of the Jedi. It's the same It's the same story. It's just different 
point of view, you know? Yeah, it's it's still the main plot points are still the same. It's just small things like, oh, now he talked to the, this character instead. So. Okie dokie, folks. Are we going to move along? Move along? Have a, an agenda to uh, sort of. Uh, I keep staring at this help. Palpatine mask on the chat <laughs> the whole time we're Where's talking. Where's that? Oh yeah, whoever oh, left that. Uh, he's been staring me in the face like the whole time. We've been talking this the whole time, <laughs> and I can't scroll because no one's chatted. Oh, I was just gonna type stuff in there just so I can get rid of his ugly mug. <laughs> Should we want to have a path of deceit um, conversation? Uh, we've all we've all read it. I don't think. Yeah, we've read it. Yeah. Well, I don't know where everybody else is, and Ron's not going to be reading it, or Marie probably. So, um... I got I got to say, with this book, I was like worried about the jump back that I wasn't going to be interested in it at all. And I think this might be my favorite book of all the High Republic stuff. Really? Like I, yeah, I really did like it, like a lot. The characters but, were cool, yeah. and the, the storyline. I put it, I put it at about third place, I think, out of all the books. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rank it that high. I think so. Most of Phase One is uh, part of my favorite, but this still was a great, you know, ancillary where they gave all sorts of backstories, and it just makes Phase One that much better because now we get to see yeah. um, pretty much how they found the Shri Karai type of thing, and there's going to be more on that, I'm sure. Mm. So I have some quick notes. You want me to just go over yeah, my uh, quick notes. small notes? Refresh our memories because I can't remember the. Uh... Yeah. So I did I read all my I read my novel this morning of notes and I tried to reduce <laughs> it to the small as I could. So um and then of course spoilers ahead. Uh I highly recommend the Spoiler High Spoiler Yeah, cue the spoiler alert. So um I highly recommend it. It's great. It really gives to me it's the High Republic has really been this is what the Jedi are all about. Um so it's been great. So the path of deceit. So now we're in phase two, wave one takes place 150 years before phase one. The path of the open hand is kind of a religious sect and they settled on Dalna a hundred years prior. So and remember Dalna was a big exploration for the final middle grade book with Vernestra. I believe she was on Dalna, right? The planet yeah. with like the lava. So it's interesting to see all that. And now we're back on Dalna again, and they're talking about how young the planet is. So Path of the Open Hand is pretty much a religious sect. Uh, they start on Dalna. Um, the group steals, you know, even though they're like, oh, we just go and we spread the word of the force. And remember, their religious ideals are pretty much opposite of the Jedi's. It's yeah. don't use the force. Trust in the force. It's not Little let it guide you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not yours to use. And I'll touch on more of that later. The conversation that they have a little bit was really interesting. And they hand people flowers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be, you know, they pretty much hand out stuff and they get money type of thing. And they, and they, you know, they spread their word. But then they also steal very powerful light side, you know, uh, force sensitive objects. Um, and this time they're going, and this was eye opening. Like I had to read these first couple chapters multiple times because I was just, shocked about the amount of information they gave uh but they there's the mother which is alicia she's being funded from an outside source which their name was ragnar pull up who knows if that character will appear later 
Um, and she is building the Gaze Electric, which, as we all know, is the main ship that Mark Yanro uses in phase one. So the ship was built 150 years prior. Um, and for me to drive a car that's 150 years old, it'd pretty much be riding a horse. So that's the funny thing about Star Wars technology. 150 years ago, it's still relatively the same. The Gaze Electric now is like a huge threatening vehicle. And now they're like building it as like this big peace ship. So we get to see, we now get, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, now we get to see the backstory of the Gaze Electric. Um, So the, the main arc that seems to be about phase two is that the path of the open hand, specifically the, the mother, she's stealing artifacts that are called the rod of ages, the rod of seasons and the rod of daybreak. Um, And we all know that as the leveler, maybe not the leveler. It's the leveler. That's the other thing that I realized that I've seen in discussion. The leveler is actually one of the nameless, but the rod of seasons or whatever is what controls them. Mm, so that's right. Yeah, because I always thought the leveler was the tool, you know, that they used, but the leveler is what they unlocked, which is the leader almost of the nameless. It, it got very confusing there for a while. Yeah. So, but yeah, the rod. We all notice the rod it has a big purple jewel on top that we come to see controls all the Shri Karai during phase one of the High Republic. So, so are we got the to see that the nameless, right? Yeah, they're definitely the nameless. So they, they're not nameless. They're the Shri Karai. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's the, the things that they know. whisper. It's Some people know. Maybe this that is where they get rhyme. the nameless now. Yeah, maybe now is where they call them the nameless, but hmm. the nursery rhyme and the planet or whatever they whisper shriek awry so they get yeah. the rat of seasons which seems to be the story around phase two right now because they've already got one of the rods i believe they get the rod of seasons and the last rod is expected to be on jetta so now we get this jetta back when it was actually a temple great rogue one flashback again the amazingness of the tie-ins to star wars so then that's what I think the comic's going to focus on is they're going to be going to Jeddah, getting the other rod. Um, do we know what we the other Sunshine rods do? Dots. I think they all combine and do something. Obviously, mm. they do something bigger because they only have the rod of seasons is what they use to control what is soon to be pretty much a pet Shri Karai that they get by the end of the book, which comes from a strange egg. purple jewel that we now realize is an egg of the Shri Karai which Sunshine Dobbs, who is a hyperspace prospector who explores the galaxy, and he finds a very mysterious planet behind a, quote, maelstrom, So, which we know it as from the Eye of the Storm comics. So the tie-ins back and forth to this was staggering, you know, the way it went all over the place. Moving on to the story, uh, Marta Rowe is just a part of the Path of the Open Hand, as we know, ancient relative to, you know, Markion. And she has a cousin. I don't think they use the last name Roe, but they're another Everini species. Uh, they have Yana. So they talk about a dagger that can rob someone of the force. That's just randomly brought up in the book. So which these this is the hmm. things that I kind of write down. Just like whatever they mentioned in a blurb, I'm like, well, I better write that down in case that name comes up again. So I don't think it was the Sith dagger from rise of skywalker because no, i don't feel that like it got forged right in that no book. they they just handed it oh, to they uh 
orange face, hey. and then it got this. <laughs> oh, to OG. They just handed it to OG. Mm, yes. So, but I don't think it robs it robs people of life. So mm. that's where I kind of wonder if it is the same. It's just literally a one any weapon rob you of life. <laughs> well, this one like steals it. Oh. He can survive a knife wound. Hey, Most so the, the Everini, that's a, her species was right. Is that what Martian is? Yeah, he's still an Everini. Gray okay, skin, so they're blue, right? Starry face. Gray or okay. Yeah, right. blue gray. Yeah. And they're the ones that like people were kind of like uh, treating them differently because they basically treat them like they were monsters, right? Yeah, because like in the eye outcast. Story. No, yeah, in, not, in this book, outcast. right? Oh, in this book, yeah. Nobody trusts them because yeah. decades or centuries ago, they pretty much tried taking over the game. They're a very ruthless mm. planet of people type of thing just because the way they survived, which is covered in Eye of the yeah, Storm. So yeah, great, great recommendation. So everyone's yeah, basically just, being prejudiced against their species because they don't trust them for history. Yeah, and they have like mm. sharp teeth, which I always thought was funny how she like, when they get mad, they bare their teeth and they're like, oops, mm. sorry, type of thing. So very interesting species. Yeah, she would yes, uh, try that, to not show her teeth when she was out trying to uh, get more members. Recognize her. So, but that just that little blurb was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to mention that somebody has a dagger that can suck the life out of you. And if you read Shadows of the Sith, that thing draws life force out of people. So it doesn't, that's where the wording can kind of be messed up, where it's like the dagger says to steal the force, but the Sith dagger that Ochi has and from Shadows of the Sith, they literally steal your life and make you stronger. So it could be a different dagger. This might be kind of reaching out in my weird, like, you know, crazy, not really expectation, but whatever it is, I guess what it may be. Is this Italian? It was the the mask that killed um, from going back to Shadow Sith, the the one that was the main um, antagonist in that book. She, because they said she had died, right? But then she was still walking around. Because yeah, the that spirit called kept her, her alive. And, yeah, pretty much. She was still something alive. Like conscious, she should have been dead. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I'm sure stealing artifacts. Yeah, Martyro. They talk about a dagger. So, what about what do you guys think about? Um, I guess the path and what they stood for. So I'm I mean, assuming I'm sure they're basically they're basically they, denial, right? Like this is like the beginning of how. Yeah. And, the other things, if you remember, I don't know if you recognize the name in the book. I know I brought it in our conversation, but they used a tiny child named Tromac was mm-hmm. there hiding with the path, you know, learning their ways. And in the High Republic Adventures comics, again, it's mentioned in one word bubble that, oh, I was around back when the path started, you know, yeah. so it kind of blamed me. And yeah, he was Tromac, the guy that was in charge of that town where what's her name came from in the, the boy, right? Yeah, like Zine. Mayor? Yeah. Yeah. The, he's the elder. Yeah. yeah, the elder. He's so, And I think he's the one that, I'm pretty sure he's the one that goes with Yoda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Off when he disappears. So Tromac is, I'm happy to see his backstory. Again, mm. another super old species. This dude's 100, he's a baby here, but he, he's now 150 years old in the other phases. So I shouldn't say a baby, he's a child. So, but anyway, the path, one of the things that I loved about this book is that the discussion of what the force was that this series in phase two is looking at is that people have different views of the force. So now you have the path of the open hand. They think it's like you said, blasphemous to use it. 
because the the specific word that they use is that it causes butterfly rip it causes ripples yeah. in the forest that can affect someone on another planet and it's funny to see the jedi master uh zara zara zarla something like that is the master in this book and she pretty much says oh they're just religious zealots don't even listen to them you know talking to their padawan kevmo so yeah, because they think, good... like, if you use the Force to, like, save one person, then the Force is going to try to balance itself out and then kill other people. So they basically, you're by using the Force, you're murdering people, you know, unknowingly, because you're causing, it's cause and effect. So if you use, if you Force push this, then something else is going to happen somewhere else and have a negative effect. So you just don't touch it. You're not, you're not allowed to do anything because <laughs> you're not God, you know, basically. Yeah, so from the Jedi's point of view, obviously they're crazy and wrong, and from their point of view, the Jedi are evil type of thing. I mean, mm. we all know that the Jedi are right, so, but still, it's interesting to see these bigger conversations on how people perceive the Force differently. Well, it's I, funny, I really, they're, they're so skewed, and their their whole thing is like, oh, well, it's going to cause harm if you use the Force, when they're literally going out and causing harm to people, <laughs> like, yeah, without using people the Force. Yeah. Like, how is that Some any better? Force artifacts, so we better steal it. Yeah, they don't want the force artifacts to end up with somebody that'll use the force with them because there's, in their eyes, they're saving the galaxy, but we kind of know that they're not really. They don't really know why they're yeah. grabbing all that stuff. Well, here's, but I guess I might as well touch on it before like we finish the book. But you know, yeah. the mother, Alicia, she's apparently has force visions, or she claims to have visions of some mm-hmm. sort. But she, they keep teasing about this mysterious benefactor that keeps giving them money. Yeah. And I hate doing this, but I'm like, I wonder if it's like someone involved with the Sith that's trying to screw up the galaxy. And again, that's one of those things where it's like, Snoke is actually Plagueis. <laughs> I don't, I don't like going crazy like that. And I'm trying to keep like my expectation and my theories low. But man, I love to see that. I'd love to know what the Sith could be doing and they're maybe possibly nudging all this stuff, you know, towards screwing up the galaxy more. Um, but yeah, she has a mysterious benefactor that keeps donating her money for ulterior motives. So someone has an ulterior motive to do I feel something. Like they mentioned their name, didn't they? No. Yeah. It was a Ragnar pull up. Oh, okay. Yeah. They literally said that in the book. So who knows who it is? Obviously, even even plague issues to different names, so mm. it could be anything. It's I just <laughs> my hope is that it is. You know, I'd love to see any nudge or mention of the Sith. Like all this huge battle happens. Mark and Rose, awesome. I love Mark and Rose. But then to kind of see like, <clears throat> excuse me, that the Sith are kind of nudging the battle this way while staying in the shadows. I'm like, oh, that would be great if there's just little mentions like that. I'm sure we'll learn more about Ragnar. You know, in the future books, mm. the next young adult book. But what's um, the guy from uh, Andor Uncle? Uh... <laughs> it was him. <laughs> uh, Marie's the name person. I'm terrible yeah. at names. <laughs> I can't remember now. Um, so let's see, kind of skipping around on the book. We now, uh, oh, they mention there's, they go and steal something. They steal, I think, the Rod of Ages from this complex. And on the crate, again, this is just a small mention thing. It's mentioned the crate is labeled from the ruins of Mora Band, which is mm. one of the one of the original Sith homeworlds. So again, it's another tie-in of Korriban, 
another tie-in to like the history of Star Wars and the history of the Sith and just a small mention like that. Ooh, like, you know oh. what? That makes a lot of sense now. Okay, so it was from more okay. Uh you gotta you gotta What's continue that? watching Rebels. <laughs> is, is that some the stuff in... No, is no, that that's I'm... something else? You'll you'll see it when you see it. Okay. But yeah, it has to do with all this stuff. But yeah, it's 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 yeah. just crazy. But yeah. So like okay, so that complex was that like uh it wasn't the Santecas, it was the other group, right? From um Rafts. I think they got the Rod of Ages, I think the is graphs, or something else. Yeah. The Which I like that they had, they had that tie-in the from neck. the other book, yeah, with those families that are uh, prospecting. It's the the graphs that the rich rich people and uh, I like that they had that tie-in. Yeah, they're like super securityed out. Yeah. Yeah, so I really enjoyed that, and it was revealed earlier in the book that Sunshine Dobbs, you know, the person who works for the mother, who's a prospector, he kind of he's going against the Santecas. So any mention of the Santecas, I love because of the Force Awakens. So, yeah, and he straight up kills the guy because they all have their own hidden paths, their own hidden hyperspace lanes that they sell to the highest bidders. And then they have other hyperspace lanes that they that they give to the, you know, to the I shouldn't say empire that they give to the Republic type of thing. So, so they create during, these paths, the rich ways for everyone else. So during this time, the Santecas are still prospecting, right? Or they're just starting to like is the the clairvoyant uh, daughter around during this time or is this before like how that's, old is that's that? been a big discussion because in the book and in the comic in the book i should say i should start with the comic in the comic the eye of the storm it takes place 20 years before light of the jedi and it hmm. is mentioned in the comic that she is already 100 years old so by the time hmm. light of the jedi rolls around she's 120 so hmm. but that's they've used a really broad term that like they didn't say, oh, her, but she just turned 100. They said she's at least a century old 20 years ago. So to me, I'm hoping to see her, even though she may only be like five or six or seven or whatever. Again, she might be too old, but we're seeing all sorts of characters that are super old. Like, wasn't it a thing in the other book, in one of the other books where, yeah, they were competing against the graphs, you know, prospecting, whatever. But then um, suddenly the Santecas like, pulled ahead, right? Because it probably was because she was born. We're sort of using her powers for them to find the path, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like right yeah. now during this book, she's not really around then, I guess, because they're still competing back and forth. Oh, and yeah, you have what... the Arona and Iram war going on too, right? That's always been yeah, mentioned that's been in phase one. Yeah, it was a yeah. huge tease in phase one. They mentioned it so many times. So for yeah. that to be the focus for phase two, it's like, oh, that's interesting. So I do enjoy the graph and the santeca you know exploration to lewis and clark type exploration so mm. i think they're really good i like that little team and, they had put together to go infiltrate that compound uh the yeah with yana and yana's yeah. uh girlfriend and then like this other boy that liked the girlfriend like it was a good team a lot of good characters was. i can't remember all went wrong wrong yes so and then and they like, go oh, no they killed this one. Yeah. Oh, no, this happened yeah and I don't know if that's just what I don't know if Marta, not Marta, but if the mother was lying when she said, well, I need you to go to the graphs and steal. It's called the necklace of Jedi tears. But she says it's used to help power the rod. But the thing is, hmm. they failed their mission. They weren't able to steal it. So I just kind of wonder if the mother was lying, because obviously Sunshine Dobbs says you were sent here to die, you know. Yeah. 
was done. The mother was done with you. So I, I question if that's actually a real thing that they need or if it's just, oh, we just need you to do one more task before you uh, retire from the path. And it's like, oh, you're all dead. And then they're attacked by giant whales from under the ice. So, under the ice. Yeah, I remember they're trying to run and they like burst up through the ice and they. They kind of remind me of uh, Mando, you know, the first episode, those things that lived under the ice. I kind of assumed it was like that. Remember, they could park the ship. So, but yeah, that was a that was a big battle. Then they also mentioned. I enjoy the history stuff the most. They also mentioned that um, the person who really started Path of the Open Hand, he was originally from the Guardians of the Wills. And he disagreed with the Guardians of the Wills and he went and started the Path of the Open Hand. Um, and their name was Sakar, or it's like C S A C H A R, so Sachar Sakar. And I may have spelled the last name wrong because my phone autocorrects a lot, and I don't realize it autocorrects. But the last name might be Ro. Their last name might be R O, but hmm. I wrote it down as R O L D. So I don't know if my phone autocorrected Ro to Rolled, or if the person's name is actually Sakar Rolled. So but I don't know if. <laughs> It's again, I just write down random names that might pop up again. But yeah, I found it interesting that they're from the Guardians of the Wills. And I really don't know a lot about the Guardians of the Wills. Like, would they... it be a row, though? Because Marta's the row, and they're kind of like not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They're so again, really I, I didn't go back. I read it through ebook and the library, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to re rent it flip over to an exact page and then write it down and then return the book. So I'm just like, ah, forget it. So, but yeah, it's regardless, they're from the guardians of the wills and they had a disagreement and separate it. And he created path of the open hand, which ultimately leads to the Nile. So I don't know what you guys know about the guardians. I really didn't look it up before the call. So. Um, not very much. Just the uh, Chirrut and Bays. <laughs> yeah, there's that, there's that book. Isn't it? There's, there was a novel, wasn't there, about them and their pre-story, wasn't there? At one point. Oh, yeah, I did read that. I never yeah, read they it. weren't. I mean, yeah, I read it. It was all right. It was just, it really didn't give as much backstory as I wanted. It was just, oh, uh, here's an adventure about them saving kids. And I'm like, oh, well, you really uh, didn't give me anything new here. Oh, uh, right. No, um, apart from that, no, I'm... Um, We've had bits and bobs here and there, but that was the only thing I could think of that uh, was actually been um, stored. But I thought I thought it was, but obviously I hadn't read it, so I didn't know that. Didn't really do that much. Didn't really say that much about them. Um, yeah, they get mentioned. Yeah, I just find it interesting that they're they're another. And again, who, I don't know if it might have been Jeddah because I don't see Jeddah was the guardians of the wills, so they separate and they create their own path of the open hand type of thing. So that's. I find that interesting. Um, and then, of course, it's mentioned that, again, hey, guess what? Transdotions regrow arms. Oh, so, really? <laughs> yeah, because I think after the battle, someone got hurt. And uh, what is it? Zala is the Jedi Master and Kevmo is the Padawan. And after their complex is flooded by a crazy storm, because, you know, it's Dalna. They have all sorts of crazy storms. And their complex is flooded. And it's like, oh, and they walk by. And it's like, oh, I'm glad to see this transdotions regrowing their arms. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is this like, <laughs> this has to be a running gag now? <laughs> Every book has got to have a transdotion um, gag in it. Mm. Yeah, so I thought I thought that was a good. Again, I guess it's just a running gag now. I think like, I think okay. they're listening to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, Bad Batch better do it too because I did see. Uh, 
a transition with a flamethrower oh, yeah. and obviously a Wanda Sykes or whatever yeah. in there also. So we have to see it on screen. Um, so yeah, it's, I think the thing that kind of changes Marta Rowe is she hates the force being used, but when it's used to save her own people, you know, when the compass floods, Kevmo goes down there and saves a bunch of people with the force almost dying, which again, this is like the Jedi sacrificing themselves for people that hate them. She's like, you know, maybe the Jedi aren't so bad type of thing. So I thought that was just, you know, interesting action scene. Uh, but then they talk about, I guess I was kind of bummed that they skipped over it, but I understand you got to leave some things mysterious, but attachment for the Jedi because Padawan Kevmo kisses Marta Rowe and now he's having all these feelings. And again, it's a young adult book, so it's teenagers and angst and trying to understand where they stand in life. That's why the young adult books are so good. But yeah, I thought it was really funny how his master was like, listen, we need to talk about attachment because she knew what happened. So I thought that was pretty funny. I need to talk so to they, a couple of the guys guy. from uh, the other book. <laughs> the old first luck didn't go too well there either. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't know if you, I don't know if it was like a horn honk in there. Like <laughs> yeah, it was just my phone buzzing. It's okay. Oh, you're in a buggy. <laughs> it was right by the mic. It was like honk honk. Like that yeah. was the joke. Like <laughs> kind of like a you know rim rim job for drums. Honk honk. <laughs> So you're gonna have to keep that whenever whenever you drop a joke, Steven, you're just gonna be like, ha ha. <laughs> Gosh. So but I did enjoy that because there's always the always the conversations with I always argue with people online that it's like, oh, the Jedi are to blame because they can't have attachments, and that's why Anakin turned. I'm like, no, Anakin turned because Palpatine influenced him. You know, attachments isn't the problem. They've been doing this for thousands of years. And just because they can't have a girlfriend and own all the stuff doesn't mean that they're wrong. You know, it's they have. See, and, and that's, what I, that's what I want to see going forward. Like if they do make anything post the sequel trilogy, uh, trilogy um, to see the order rebuilt. But I want to see it rebuilt without those weird rules. Like, well, how would it be if there was a Jedi that was married and had a family? You know what? You know, how would things how would they do things differently? You know? Would, would it affect them? They'd would it not? I think to, that's really interesting. They'd have to focus on the way they train people differently because I get why the Jedi have that rule. You're on the cusp of the greatest power in the galaxy. And if your kid is bullied, you get anger. You know, get angry and you go and get revenge because let's admit, like, Jedi are stronger than most people and they have to keep their powers in check. Otherwise, they just say, listen, I'm stronger. Why wouldn't I go? beat up somebody why wouldn't i take advantage and that leads okay well now i beat up this guy now i need more power and it leads to the dark side so i understand well, see, and, the then that, and that's kind of like thought. the whole like you know martial arts kind of discipline kind of like Ip man you know like he was super powerful you know i you know you just watched that movie yeah. but he didn't yeah. like to fight you know he used to you know he that's his last resort kind of thing so i would assume if to be a jedi you'd have to have that same discipline we're like yeah i have all these capabilities but I'm not going to choose that and succumb to my anger because that's the dark side. I mean, that's total like philosophy right there. So I, I think it'd be really cool to explore that um, aspect of where they can't have families, they can't have attachments, but maybe it would backfire again, you know, and then the rule will have to be re-implemented in the future. But yeah, that, that's... Yeah, I mean, we're talking like hundreds of years into the future. That's the weird thing oh, about yeah. Return of the Jedi. It's like, there really isn't much left after you know, Return of the Jedi or the sequel trilogy. It's like, You've eliminated all the Sith and Jedi, you know. Yeah, you can kind of re even in Legends. Yeah, they restarted it, and even Luke had some 
you know, some students turned to the dark side in Legends also. Luke was possessed. You know, he joined Palpatine for a couple comic issues. Like, all this stuff happens, but, you know, the real meat and potatoes is in the Old Republic. You know, where you can explore the history. You have an endless supply of villains rather than, you know, oh, we got to invent this. Oh, there's a hidden Sith that we didn't tell you about. And they have an ancient mask, and now they're bad. So it's easy to write something in Old Republic because you have a pre-established amount of villains. But back to Path of Deceit. So, yeah, I did enjoy the discussion with uh, what attachment means because I get it. You know, you can't have a family because if your family's killed, you're going to get angry and you're going to turn evil. and You're going to fall from the light side. So it's I did kind of like that small conversation. And he's like, listen, um, I'm sorry I kissed you. I can't really have attachments, but we can still be friends. So there's different levels of attachments type of thing. Like if someone hurts your dog you'll probably go crazy and try to kill somebody but if you just have something you you know like a friend and you're like oh i'm sad my friend was lost and i have to go kind of correct this type of thing rather than fully turning to anger so i always love more deeper discussion on what it means to be a jedi Mm -hmm. and then like we mentioned earlier yeah like we mentioned earlier the shri karai apparently come from purple stones so that was that was a big surprise in the book because she kept carrying this the purple jewel around and it really so doesn't explain you, how was that obvious to you because it was glaringly obvious to me like in the first chapter like that's where it was like as soon as she got that thing like i knew it was an egg like were you surprised or was it was, i was yeah it was a surprise to me yeah i didn't i didn't see that they said she kept like caressing it and holding it and i'm like well she's incubating it i was thinking the I, whole book I, think, I just thought she's a bit nuts she is, but well, they all thought she was. Nutty. Like what? Well, like, why I thought like because you know so she much? definitely she had, and it kept affecting force users. So I just kind of assumed it had something going. I think it might have crossed my mind once or twice, but I really wasn't committed to any one idea of what it is, because um, I knew it. A purple stone is on top of the rod that is used to control uh, the Shri Karai. You know, that's in the art. So I just kind of assumed it was like a piece of that. But it might just be like a piece of that to be like, oh, yeah, this is where they come from. Obviously, the one she had See, was as big as a basketball. And I was super confused in the first chapter when they were talking about the um, I guess they were they're all looking at eggs. Right. And something was going to hatch and then they're going to have that ceremony. Oh, yes. Yes. That's what See, I and me. When I started reading it, I was thinking, OK, they're hatching nameless eggs. And, but and then like she kept looking at the babies and stuff. that's i just assumed listening to it that that's what was going on but no what was that like was it just people that were hatching were they aliens that's hatching yeah. out of hatching out of what i missed it yeah. the whole beginning they had that ceremony yeah. the hatching ceremony and all that stuff like what was that about oh no 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 that was just a, they had a snake species that was it okay the spe- yeah, yeah see- that that species, they're snake-like. They lay eggs for their young, and it's a big thing because they're born mm-hmm. in the path. So it's a big celebration. And remember, yeah. like they almost get flooded out and kept. Yeah, see, by the that time I got to that part, I realized like, oh, those were just people that were in their little convent thing. But in the beginning, when I first started, I assumed they were nameless. <laughs> I was going down <laughs> that path too. Yeah. Oh, it's a. So it's not that you seen that this was coming, that it was an egg. You just assumed everything was nameless. This is the yeah, nameless. Yeah, I assumed this everything is was nameless. <laughs> Even though I knew nothing you're about one... the book, I just assumed it was a nameless. <laughs> yeah. You were, you were one for one. You got one right, you got one wrong. So you're split. That's yeah. good. Mm. So, but yes, reveal that the purple. And I, again, I hope we have backstory in that because Sunshine Dobbs 
says that he found a, a way to get to this mysterious planet, which is weird because um, when Markian does it down the road, he loses like half his fleet and he lands on the planet and like more people die and die before he's able to get, you know, the nameless, uh, the leveler, I guess is his name. So, but, but yeah, it's the purple stone. So however Dobbs got it, I hope we get more back. Star Wars is backstory after backstory after backstory. So I hope that we get something on that. So with the nameless cool? and and the Shikari, like, would it be like a subspecies, maybe? Or do you think they're or the leveler? I mean, the leveler and the nameless, like, would they be like a like a dominant like think, alpha, maybe? Yeah, I think the leveler is like the alpha. Okay. Where it's, I used to think it was the tool, but now people are like, no, 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 that was the leveler. And I went back and checked my notes, and Markian does refer to the leveler as. But they it. both do yeah, the same the, thing, right? I think the leveler is the stronger of the ones. But they turn you into stone and all that stuff. And... Yeah, because even in the comic Trail of Shadows, they capture more because they go to the planet and they capture a bunch of them and they release mm-hmm. them. But the leveler is like the boss of them, pretty much. Okay, so this was the other thing, too. When, he, when they get attacked, you know, they turn to stone and I assume that they just all crumble. But apparently their lightsabers don't, right? Yeah, they're, well, their lightsabers were taken. But did their clothes also turn to stone? Because I just assumed that they all, like the whole thing from the other books, that they turn into like this, like, um, mm. cocoonish thing. And all their clothes and everything. This made it seem like their clothes were there and it was covered in dust. Mm, I didn't get that feeling. I mean, no? I felt like the whole thing, they just crumbled in front of them. Like, mm. did they say something like, oh, and his robes are only, is the only thing that lasted? I thought she stood there holding him and then, like, his body was changing but nothing else was and so she grabbed his lightsaber from his waist and then the other one the other sister or the cousin found it on the floor with the pile unless i don't remember right well no no because they both have the lightsabers right they took the masters too marta yeah i don't i can't remember what happened to the masters i didn't write that down i know marta has a lightsaber but yana has the rod of seasons so like yana controls now controls the Mm -hmm. shriekarai which doesn't make the mother happy because the mother's like, this is mine. But they didn't, I guess Yana has the rod because she's mad. And then Marta has the lightsaber. So again, it's more Everini, more Rose gathering weapons to make them stronger, which is exactly what Markion does, which is what I love. They're like getting all these powerful weapons and they're pretty much going to take over the path. Well, and then I I like the whole concept of like, they're on a benevolent, like kind of path, but it goes wrong and they become the villain, you know, kind of thing. Like they, they are not necessarily evil to become, especially Marta. You know, she's, she's so innocent yeah. in the beginning of the book, but like you can see where, where it's going, you know, and it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, they just hate the force. So, you know, they might be upset by something, something might set them off in these books where it's like, uh, yeah, listen, the force is terrible because they talk about what happened on, uh, they keep talking about was it the disaster on Dalna, and I think that's what one of the books is going to talk about. So, but yeah, it's hmm. there's something big that the Jedi did that upset like everyone on Dalna. Um, yeah, that's why they don't. And, like I, them, and I don't yeah. think that I don't think this was it. It couldn't have been it because they saved everybody. Hmm. So again, it's just a lot more tie-ins to the other stories. And uh, let's see, you check to the end of the book. Yeah, so like you said. The, surprisingly, both main Jedi in this die. You know, 
when the Shriek Rai is released from the egg, they pretty much roam the thing and it kills both the main characters. And I'm like, oh, that's great, man. Because I've seen, you know, it's it's nice to have closure on stories where it's like, otherwise, if the characters survive, it's like, well, where are they now? What are they doing? What is this? Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, all these characters you got attached to. Yeah, they're dead. So that's why I enjoy the High Republic. They can pretty much kill almost anybody except for Yoda. And the dude with the long fingernails that becomes a Jedi Master what, too. So how did it end? I, what happened at the end? They basically got away, right? Yeah, they, they pretty much all didn't have a Jedi arrive right at the end. Another Jedi arrived. Yeah, yeah. Somebody was was looking into them, and they're trying to figure. Yeah, out what it was happened. the and, guy. Yeah, it was it was like Avol Ra, whatever they gave him his Jedi name. He was originally supposed to go to Dalna. Um, mm. Or was it he was supposed to go to? Oh, maybe he was supposed, he was supposed to, to go to the quest of the hidden city. I think it might have been quest of the hidden city. But they mentioned his name really quick, one off earlier, and oh, it's like oh, he was supposed to be here, but now he comes to the planet once he because they haven't heard from him. That's the thing they haven't heard from the Jedi yeah. in a couple weeks, so they send somebody to look, and then like uh, what is it? The lady that runs the uh, hotel is like, well, yeah. they were with the path. So go check out that. He finds the tunnels. He finds their calcified bodies. It specifically said neither one of them have lightsabers. Um, yeah. And weeks prior, they loaded up into the gaze electric and left. But I find it interesting that the elder, you know, who works with the is the right hand of the mother of the path. He he talks to Yana and is like and Marta and is like, listen, we have to get rid of the mother. So there's already infighting mm. within the path and gaining power type of thing. So. The young adult book. The, the Obviously, mother. I haven't read. I haven't read the. I haven't read the adult book. No, the mother, the mother effectively um, killed that chap's daughter, didn't he? Oh uh, yeah. So right. he's not very pleased about that, even though he sort of just didn't. Oh, because he, he sent same. them. Yeah. They sent them. I need you to do one last mission, and he up. wanted them all to die. And mm. Yana came back and was like, "She tried to kill all of us, mm. you know, for trying to leave." Um, and that's, I think, when people were starting to go against her. But there's still so many mysteries, like the mysterious benefactor. Does the mother actually have force visions? Um, what are they going to do with this one Shriek Rai? Because remember, in Rising Storm, there's like one frozen in ice or something. Something's frozen in ice. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So we might see this might be the leveler that we're seeing, because I think they call it. I think they name it the leveler, if I'm not mistaken, uh, mm. because they say this takes from the Jedi. So we might have seen the boss and then Rising Storm starts off with finding the leveler frozen in ice um, from another ancient Jedi battle type thing. So it's we might see all that play out where we're seeing the birth of the leveler. Then it may end up frozen in ice in a big battle at the end of phase two. And then Rising Storm finds it and then he brings it to a big battle for phase three. So it's all these little threads that are connecting, very difficult to connect. And it takes a lot of work. Um, it's just what's so great about it. Yeah, I, I want yeah, young, young adult book seems like the big story for this, almost more than the adult so far. I think, I think from what helped for me is there was very um, unusually for uh, the high public um, stuff. There was only a few, really a handful of characters to yeah. think about, and that made it very easy to get into um, the main, the the crest for the hidden city of the. <laughs> Of doom, whatever it is, that's already got, that's X. already got that's already got about fifteen or twenty characters in it. I'm like, oh, there's too many people in this. Um, 
But I didn't. That's what I liked about the package. See, it was it was only a handful you had to remember. It's very easy to keep keep up with who was who and what they were and that kind of stuff. And that just made it really easy to get straight into this uh, into this new phase. Yeah, and then they kill most of the characters at the end. Yeah, yeah. So really, yeah. you need to remember Marta and Yana. That's it. Well, yeah. I just I just uh, double checked my notes. I just double checked my notes, and the mother does specifically call this creature the Leveler, and yeah. in Rising Storm. Markian and his aunt, which I can't remember her name, specifically say, we want to unlock the leveler. And I always assumed that was the rod. And I'm like, oh, no, it wasn't until conversations not too long ago, actually, where I'm like, oh, my gosh, the leveler is the name of the creature. So it's he definitely ends up frozen in ice somehow. So that's like, okay, going back to that book, when when he goes to that planet, that's where he was supposed to be from. Right. With his people that he's kind of been like not exiled, but he hasn't been back there. So are those like descendants of Marta in the path with open hand? Because he calls, Markian calls her like his cousin or something like that. Yeah, his cousins, he said, yeah. So I, I have know. my notes here, but it might take me a, oh, her oh. old woman meets Ro is Kufa. So her name is Kufa, his mm-hmm. cousin. Yeah, so it specifically says his cousin. So, and obviously Yana is Marta's cousin. So obviously they may go off into different ways and mm. create their own families because uh, Marta's going to have to meet a male Everini because Markian's father is also an Everini. So they're going to have to meet some more Everini species. Yeah, so it's the old, in my notes, old woman meets Ro as Kufa, his cousin. They're going to the shrine to see, quotations, the leveler. So yeah, th- mm. that's what we're seeing is really the backstory of the leveler who I believe is still alive, which should lead into a giant phase three battle because the Jedi have straight up said at the end of phase one, we're not in this battle anymore. We're backing out. And there's this huge discussion. And we didn't discuss the eye of the storm comics, which I know we don't have time. Um, But yeah, that conversation is really interesting too, because it's like, listen, uh, we're not leaving this battle because we're scared. We're leaving because we don't understand it. And once we understand why we're randomly dying and turning into dust, then we'll get back to you. So this leveler is going to play a, a huge the leveler who is the leader apparently of the Shriekarai, or maybe just the oldest. Well, and like, why so. don't they know about it? You know? Well, that's like, what we find out, isn't it? It's all been covered I, up. I'm going to think just because they, they just die off, really. Mm. And nobody really knows. Like, that guy, he got there too late. You know, he just found the, you know, the stuff on the floor. Yeah. Like, so they just know it is calcified. And, you know, this is 150 years prior. It's just like, oh, they kind of died. They don't get it. So they could easily, you know, kind of retcon and say, oh, yeah, they, once they seen that it was calcified, they knew it tied to their past, but they didn't ever figure out why anybody calcified. Mm. To be fair, they have lost planets uh, as well at the Jedi. <laughs> Not very good at yeah. keeping record of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, missing planets, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. We'll find it. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, they have a great record. They seem to forget all sorts of things. But we had that all that all that conversation about how the galaxy seems to have forgotten who the Jedi are. Who the Jedi are after, like... Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so um, it's a very forget it, very forgetful galaxy, basically. Um, the name I haven't heard for a long time, five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, check it. I was reading some of my other notes from Rising Storm, and that's where it's like the connection is just crazy. Where it's, she calls the Jedi the faithful, and it says she is specifically from Jeddah and Dalna mm-hmm. at one point. 
and she asked Ro, will you reopen the hand? So it's obviously mm-hmm. like the path of the open hand falls and it's now just called the path, you know, obviously with him or the paths and yeah. he calls it the Nile. So, mm. so yeah, it's all, all these crazy connections where phase two is just going to give, it's really not going to be probably as big as the first one, but it's going to fill in so many little gaps. And that's it's why like I get it. <laughs> or flashbacks. <laughs> flashbacks. Yes. Yeah. Or the prequels. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. It's kind of it's kind of like if you watch like the OT, uh, or if you want. Okay, so like, there used to be what you watch episode four, A New Hope, right? And then you watch um, Empire Strikes Back, and then you go back and watch one, two, and three, and then you watch Return of the Jedi. It's kind of like doing that. It's kind of like a machete. I never thing. got that. I never got the machete order. I don't get it. Like, well, I, I, I don't, don't like when they leave movies out right. of the machete order. But yeah, if you watch like up to Empire, and then he's like, "I'm your father," then you go back and watch Anakin's whole story, and then come back to the ending. Then yeah, that's it's pretty satisfying. I think that's what they're oh. probably going for. You know, it's like, oh, we mentioned all the yeah. stuff. Now here's three movies about what he was talking about. You know, <laughs> here's how it's possible. Yeah, here's six books on. <laughs> The, the leveler and Dalna yeah. and uh, like all this mystery. So High Republic Phase 2 off to a great start. Yeah, yeah. I did like this. Yes. Okay. All right, well, we've done that. Um, we're at time. <laughs> we've so done we that. Will, we'll skip the... Uh, we'll have a quiz at some other point now. Um, but uh, we might do a Christmassy thing. We might have trying to have, oh, yeah, try yeah, have a Christmas to. party, perhaps. And, um, yeah, that was fun yeah. last year. Ryan has to die again. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was like, man, what do I got to do? Ryan has to die again. <laughs> mm. Somehow Ryan returned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're just quite trying to remember who's got the, who's, who's holding the trophy at the moment. I think it might be Marie. I think it is Marie from the last quiz we did. Yes. Your, your faulty one. It gives me more time, gives me more time to organize a proper quiz. Then we can have a proper Christmas kind of party episode. You know, the Star Wars Insider magazines, I've been getting those. Like, they have quizzes in the back, but they're pretty simple. So I'll have to well, that'd, probably be, that'd probably be hard for me. We got to stump you. That's why Steve. I do the questions. I do the questions. Oh. <laughs> That's yeah. why you do the questions. <laughs> yeah, because I wouldn't stand a chance otherwise. Oh, I, I can't remember anything. Everything I live off of is notes. What is Marshawn so. Rose's cousin's name? <laughs> it's it's Mark the name of the Mar- Ju- Yeah. What was the name of the Julian the High Republic? Uh, crest, <laughs> crest of the mission to help mission Secrets of the to, Hidden Temple. The Crash Point Hidden City. Planet, <laughs> Planet X. Yeah. Yeah. Planet X. So okay. We are done. So thank you very much to my friends from across the pond. On this week's episode, we've had uh, Ricky. Hello. Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. And we've had Ryan. Goodbye. So, I, I kind of like you're just random. You're just sudden ending. Your Andor endings where you're like, okay, that's it, folks. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not, Surprise. It's, it's the it end. starts with the Andor intro, which takes ages until we get into it. <laughs> and it just ends yeah. at the end. Yeah. Say, oh, we're off now, mate. We're off now. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and then Ricky hits the music. That's good. No, that's it. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's goodbye for me and it's goodbye from them. And it's goodbye from us all. We will see you in the next episode. Bye bye. Happy holidays. Alright, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, switch off.
sure to follow us online. We're at Facebook at PSW Senate. Join our Pleasant Star Wars Facebook group where we all are in there interacting. You can find us on Twitter at PSW Senate. On Instagram, we're at PSW Senate Podcast. And on TikTok, we're at PSW Senate Podcast. And we look forward to hearing from you. The Force will be with you. Always. We had a big discussion, didn't we, about thinking the answer wasn't right on one map. I think which one it was now. Um, I can't remember. There was suffering. There was one question and one answer. Everybody debated whether it actually got it right. But I can't remember now. Anyway, we've got 10 more questions um, um, from that quiz to go through. Um, so we can do that. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, we'll just do the usual. Have we got any news? We haven't got any news, have we? Just the announced dates for uh, what is it, the official bad batch? Because that was kind of a surprise. They switched back over yeah, to yeah, the I, I, yeah, just like a official release dates. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw um, you guys. Oh, yeah, in the game. You seen the you seen the screen um, the behind the scenes bits from the Aconite. Somebody's got pictures oh, was it? of characters from the Aconite um, and posted them. Yeah. On. Yeah, I tried not to look, but they did pop up. I only seen one image though of a character. Uh, they've done about four or five um, on the thing on the article I was looking at. Yeah, well, I tried to I tried to avoid it. So. Well, yeah, I kind of feel that. Stuff that's starting to leak I mean, out. It might work. Well, it might. That kind of thing is kind of best to know less. I think, especially when it's all about Rafine and how things happened. You kind of don't want to know too much before you watch it. I think. Yeah. So imagine we had spoilers on, you know, um, for like um, Empire Strikes Back and stuff before 
<laughs> we had the internet when Empire Strikes Back first came out and people going around, apparently Vader is uh, is Luke's father. Yeah. I mean, you'd be absolutely bummed, wouldn't you? You've heard any of that before you watched um, Empire yeah. Strikes well, Back. In, well, in German, Vader means father. I'm like, ah, shut up. <laughs> Does it? I've, that's what I've heard before. I don't know if it's real or not, but I've always heard that. Oh. That Vader, like in Germany, it means like Darth, you no know, Dark Father or something like that. So, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's his father. I might be wrong. That's always something I heard. It might be one of them old internet rumors. So, I think that was right, though. I'm back. I never, I never verified it. So, I wouldn't put 100% faith in it, but it's something that I always just kind of believed. I'm just going to get Google Translate off here a minute. And I had a piece of paper. I wrote down everything I did this month just so I wouldn't be like. And I just lost Vader, it. Vader in German means Vader in English. Um, <laughs> that's what it's translated. Is it supposed to be Dutch or something? Well, I'm just doing it the other way around online. I'm doing it the other way just around. Just do father. Type in father. See oh. what comes up. Father. I thought it was supposed to be Ger- Dutch. Father in okay. German is Vater. V A T E R. Vater in German. Well, when they pronounce it, you know, when they say Vader I, on the screen. They say it, yes, when they say it, you're right. Vader. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's Dutch, actually. That's what I've been saying, okay. Yeah, Vader is <laughs> the Dutch word for father. <laughs> and the German word for father, Vata, is similar. However, in the earliest scripts of Star Wars, the name Darth Vader was given to a human imperial general. So uh, what does Dutch people, what do Dutch people speak? Is it just Dutch? You live in Pennsylvania, don't they? (laughs) They call it Pennsylvania Dutch. They do. That's Amish. (laughs) So, yeah, so got somebody somebody asked a question, one of these um, uh, Google things. So, dark in German. So, what was Dark Vader called in Germany? So, dark in German is Dunkel. Father in German is Vater. So, the character's name would be Dunkel Vater. Which would mean Dunkle Fata. <laughs> I knew it was your foul stench. <laughs> we should do that. Should be quite fun, wouldn't it? To be do to Star Wars characters in different um, in different countries and stuff like that, and, uh, and we could do a. Script. I think Darth Darth would probably be the same because it's you know an invented title, but you know. But, Vader, but obviously father changes with every language yeah <clears throat> oh dear that is funny that is quite funny actually uh i wonder if somebody's done Ooh. some star wars star hey wars we should do um suggesting earlier we should do some uh, rebel recap catch up with the with where ryan's at season one season one what rebels i can't remember that now i can remember bits of it <laughs> you were just watching it <laughs> honestly <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember much about it either. So. <laughs> it was good. I'm picking things up, but you Maybe know, I'm actually taking notes. I'm taking notes on the uh, Star Wars comic. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes lately. Oh, okay. Let's see, where was I last? I don't remember where I was last. Uh, Ahsoka's still with them. Um... It's just like general heist that I've just kind of been like, eh, okay, another heist. I see. Hmm. Trying to think which one that was. I don't know. We're like on season three now. So. <laughs> Good lord. Well, I mean, 
I probably would be a lot farther, but I've watched uh, 28 episodes of Lost instead. But seriously, my daughter was like <laughs> binging it. She watched it like for a whole day because she she really likes Rebels. So. What Lost? <laughs> no, not Lost. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. More about Rebels. Yeah, I can't remember most of the episodes of Lost. Oh, I suppose we can. Oh, it's I've, I've so watched it good. over a couple of times, but it's been a minute. It's better than I remember. You know, binging it like this. I've I've tried binging it before, but I can't make it past a couple mm-hmm. episodes. So I finally burned through the first season, and I'm, you know, headstrong into the first. And I just, you know, they're into the the swan. You know, they're into mm-hmm. press the numbers now. Hell and yeah. I keep getting all these flashes of things to come, and I'm like, oh my god! I like, I remember having a soon to be image. It was the background on my phone when it came out because it was just so freaking cool, man. I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot about all this stuff. That first episode still holds up very well. So With, it's um, I think the whole first season is like one of the best first seasons yeah, in history. Yeah. I mean, it establishes you characters. Didn't, you didn't know about the polar bears and all that stuff. And yeah, those are all kinds of mystery. I still remember that funny. There's a funny scene, isn't there, in, in the in the in the uh, Dharma cages with Sawyer and the dog biscuits and stuff. And there's nothing to remember. There's a really funny scene with him. He work, finally works out how to get the biscuits out of that. Um, oh my gosh, with the polar bear yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's still any any time to this day when we get like a large um, thing of ranch, we still call it Dharma Ranch. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Yeah, I, I see some Dharma stuff around still. I'm like, man, I freaking love that show. And it is. It's so the mystery of it. And my wife is like, she's like, I ain't watching that crap. But then she's start watching it and she has all these because it's the pinnacle water cooler talk show type thing. And so she has all these crazy theories and she guesses a bunch of them, you know, type of thing. I, I did. I did see Sawyer in person once. The only celebrity I've ever seen at Disneyland. It was, he was really? Around. Yeah, he was uh, with his family. He was his wife and kids. Oh, and... yeah, yeah. Remember, he took a photo of it. Yeah, I had a photo of him. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so he was, they were going, they had like a guide and everything with them. And like, uh, I think they were going to go eat at some restaurant. They were like waiting to get in there or something. I don't know. But it was a downtown. Was this after Disney the show? Film. Yeah, it was, was after. It kind of like, yeah, it's it's years, it's years, it's years. yeah, it had been after. When did that show end? What? Quite a while ago now. Strange. I don't remember having a kid yet. So, yeah. We didn't. I didn't start going to Disneyland until after she was born. Did you? Did you? The first thing you said when you saw him was it? Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> so why do people keep saying that to me all the time? What is what is the thing he always calls? Uh, what's her name? Um, Freckles. Freckles. That's what he was. Freckles. He called her legs for a while. So he just calls Michael Mike. I'm like, yeah, don't push that one. <laughs> but then like Jen, I think he called him uh what is it? Like that the plane guy, whatever that is. Plane guy. He called oh, You remember the plane, the plane, that guy? Oh, tattoo? Yeah, I think he called Jen, you know, the Asian like the Korean guy, tattoo. I'm like, geez. Like <laughs> so he's so. gonna get cancelled on the island. <laughs> Yeah, he certainly uh, lightened up after that first season when he was just yeah. a bit badass, sort of like uh, um, mystery sort of guy, wasn't he? Sort of argumentative and uh, yeah, and he had such an interesting sort of... history. You know, that's the thing that they're, they're the mystery makes the character so much better. And it's funny because my wife and partially me kind of hates like Jack and um, uh, the girl, the main girl. Oh shoot, Kate. what's her name? Kate. Kate, yeah. 
Because they're like the popular kids. They are they're, mm. they're hiding everything. They're doing all this. Like Jack thinks he's in charge. And it's like, just because you're the leader, Jack, people want you to be the leader, doesn't mean they have to bow down to you. And then it's people like uh, Sawyer that has amazing backstory. And Hurley, I, I love, I, I pretty much mm-hmm. wake my wife up or like make her watch anything with Hurley and Sawyer <laughs> in it because yeah. their backstories are just so good. Mm. And he does bit Star Wars, doesn't he? Doesn't he rewrite Star Wars in one of the later um, series? Don't even they go back in the in the in the back to the dawn. Well, I don't. Of me- tries rewriting Star Wars and publishing it. Yes, that was one called I, I like Poff, isn't it? One episode is called. I don't I remember like- all that stuff, so I don't want to spoil too much of it. I don't remember all the sideways flashbacks that you're talking about, and I'm kind of worried about it. That's the last series. I don't remember that the last stuff. series. Yeah. Only thing I don't I like the- is it doesn't really mean much, but that's just. It's supposed to be like they met after the. No, yeah, I know what it's supposed to be, but I mean, at the time we was watching it, we all thought I always thought know, something yeah. different, and it just happened to be nothing apart from their souls meeting each other. It's basically what it was. Yeah. Um, you are everybody. <laughs> you are everybody. Don't you remember that hit? Don't you remember it? <laughs> I remember there. There used to be a lot of spoof stuff, and it was always uh, what's the one that the singer? Um, I forgot his character's name. Charlie. Charlie's like, I like to paint my nails with marker and smell them. <laughs> he does that the whole show. <laughs> yeah, he does. That probably started. Did that probably start the whole JB Abrahams and having his having his his bum bum favorites on every show that he did? Well, you're, yeah, because uh, always there, aren't they? Charlie, well, the, the pilot stuff. Uh, uh, Snap, Snap was the pilot. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, he was. I just seen that. I can't. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it's well to me. He's a uh, Matt Matt Parkman. Matt Parkman. Heroes. That's what I was calling him. Too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's about yeah. Heroes. I yeah. love Heroes. Yeah, that was I'm JV2, right? That, yeah. again. that was Bad Robot too. Mm. I have season that's one it? on DVD. I have the box. Save set. the charity to save the world. Yeah. Yeah, that I'm definitely gonna rewatch that show after Lost. So. Once it got to the carnival season, I was like, yeah, they, they kind of. Yeah, the first it, it, season is definitely the best. They should have made Silas the other ones were a really, good guy. Really yeah. fell off hard. I don't think they even bothered to watch the last season. And then didn't they have that reborn one? Yeah, it? I watched that. Uh, they made Parker into the bad it. guy. <laughs> <gasps> oh, is it actually a continuation, not like yeah, a remake? Yeah, it's a continuation, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, now I may have to watch that. Yeah, they, I think they brought the dad back, the horn rim glasses guy. and Oh, yeah, yeah. The Haitian guy. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh yes, the Haitian guy. I forgot about him. He was the chap where he made everybody's powers go away. Yeah, he he erased their memory, did he? Right. Or something like that. Okay, so we're pretty sure that we aren't going to be joined by anybody else. Um, (laughs) So what are we going to do then? Um, um, uh, Bad batch. Round table. uh, Round table. Then we can table. Bad batch. Path of the sea. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. And some general, we have some general High Republic phase two conversations, I suppose. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be reading the comic books of High Republic too much. So if you guys, you can discuss them that way. I know what they, if you guys are up to, I don't know if there's I any def- new, yeah. are, are there new ones out, right? The Marvel comic, the first two issues of the Marvel comic dropped. Not a lot is happening, honestly, but mm. it's all, you have to kind of wait for the whole arc to realize. Did those go oh, back man, in time too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They're definitely tied in. If anything, issue one happens after Path of Deceit because it has mm. Sunshine Dobbs in it. Does oh, anyone so. have? Do you? Who's? Is there like a synopsis for the book? Is anybody gonna recap? Or are we just gonna oh, Path of Deceit? 
Yeah. Yeah, Ryan made a novel out of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I do have a ton of notes, but I don't know if we wanted to like go. I did cliff note it this morning, just as like some general talking points if we're just like scattering all over the book. So but I do have like a cliff notes section of it. Like no, I couldn't go smaller, back and it's like, gonna be look. like a remember this, remember this. Yeah, because I, I had I did the audiobook, so I I didn't even have reference to go back and read things. So. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's like I have the audiobook for convergence too, but I haven't had a chance to do that. I was wondering because you said I thought you guys said you had it, and I haven't heard yeah. anything from it. So yeah, no, I, I've been meaning to start it, but I've just been so busy. And then like uh, I also got I had checked out the ebook for um, what Secrets of the Hidden Temple, whatever that one. Rest <laughs> of the Hidden City, City. Yeah. Temple City. Yeah, I wanted to read that before I started Convergence because I thought that was the order. So uh, don't. No. Don't. We'll do Convergence no. first. Yes, there is okay. a. It's. There's a something that I deem a spoiler. I'm like, well, god dang, what the heck? Like the like okay. right the very last sentence. I was like, well, that seems like a big spoiler. And when you check it online and read it, a lot of other people are like, dude, that feels like a spoiler for convergence. So okay. I I would definitely read. It's really nothing, but it's literally like the last paragraph. You're just like, oh, and this happens, and you're like, that's that's what convergence is talking about, and you just spoiled it. So I would definitely go with convergence first. I haven't read it yet, but everyone I see is say that feels like, and to me, I immediately was like, that feels like a spoiler. I'll probably start that. But you just don't know how big of a story it's going to be in Convergence. They could deal with the problem in the first chapter and then explore something else, but mm. I don't think so. Well, usually the, the younger books go after the junior novels, right? Like in release, yeah, like, release order, yeah, in release order, yeah, Temple, yeah. Uh, Crestwood Temple came before Convergence, so that's normally the. Uh... Yeah, usually the, but I mean, again, it's these were all written long ago, and mm. the mm. release order's been totally messed up for whatever company they've been choosing for printing. Oh, yeah, and got, yeah it runs delayed, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, good point. They, they pushed everything around, so yeah, the the Marvel the Adventures comics from Dark Horse, you know, the kind of little kids version of the comics for our Republic, that one released. And that's almost like the backstory in Adventures with uh, my store didn't get it for me, though. So I'm upset. Mm. So I'm waiting. I got to wait like two more weeks to get it. But it does have. Did you read the Adventures ones? Did you guys read the Adventure comics? I did for the first I run. Yeah. I did both series. Yeah. I don't think I read all of them, but uh, like I think I skipped the annual with the baking contest. But I think I pretty much did. Do you remember the temple? The temple arc in Adventures where they bomb like Maz's yeah. castle? Or they, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, the, with that the Cubone yeah, guy. Yeah, there's a character yeah. with a big. There's Mexican. a character with a big hat. With the yeah, what? Savla. Something. Yeah, the Max Mexican Jedi. She had a huge hat, like a big hat, and she was the one that jumped from ship to ship, blowing up ships. And like the pad, you know, the little Padawan kids were like, "Dang, well, this is her backstory when she was young, with mm. adventures with Oz." So I'm like, "Oh, that sounds neat." It seems like the same style. The Marvel comic, I don't know what they're even talking about yet. But as we'll see in Path of Deceit, there's something going on in Jetta. This takes place on Jetta. So, but there are only two issues in, and not a lot's happening so far. Right. So, um, oh, hold on. Let me go. I got to turn no. off. Mickey Mouse keeps singing in the background. So, like, let me go turn it. I have these lights that have a sensor, and they keep going off. And I don't know if you guys can hear it in the background, but it's like super. Loud. No, I have. Okay, hold on. I'll be right back. Two seconds. 
Okay, right. So we haven't started yet. Um, we, don't so. get, we don't want to get hit with a, what is it, like a strike for using copyrighted material. What's that? We don't want to get hit with a strike for using copyrighted material. You don't mess with the mouse, you know? Oh, right. I see what you're saying. Yes. No, I don't think. That's only if you read it, ad lip on it, but you would get reread it or sentence by sentence where we get done perhaps but uh, actually some people do that i've seen some videos on on youtube where people actually make their own sort of like audio book out of the uh out the stuff and just just read it or some people actually just rip the old audio book those things are loud <laughs> right okay uh okay let's uh should we should we just go for it then sure Okay, right. Yep. <clears throat>